This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by AeroPress. Now, let me paint a picture for you. You bought an amazing, delicious smelling bag of coffee beans. You get home, you're stoked. You make the coffee and it just isn't what you're feeling. You know, it's it's a bad cup. AeroPress coffee, however, uses a patented brew method. That's right. You didn't think I knew about brew methods, but I do. Uh, it gets all the purest flavor that you could imagine out of those beans and it speeds things up so coffee doesn't get over extracted. It's going to give you a smooth uh, it's going to give you a rich, it's going to give you a bitter-free cup of coffee that tastes as good as the smell, if not better. And that's what we're all shooting for. You know what I mean? AeroPress, it's like a French press that makes a way better cup of coffee. AeroPress uses a patented three-in-one brew technology, again, with my brew technology knowledge. Uh, it's going to combine the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press into one compact tiny little portable device built for travel. I got one. I have traveled with it. It is in the cupboard right now, barely taking up any space. You get a completely unique, delicious cup of coffee wherever you go, only possible with an AeroPress. With over 55,000 five-star ratings in over 60 countries, that's almost more countries than I thought existed. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. At just under 50 bucks, and with all of those great reviews, AeroPress makes an exceptional gift. It's thoughtful, it's proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. I'm all those things as well. Who wouldn't love that as a gift? Gift receipt, not needed. No one's going to take it back. Get on it. AeroPress is shockingly affordable, less than 50 bucks. And we've got an incredible offer for our audience. Visit AeroPress.com slash AllFantasy. Again, that's A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash all fantasy and use the promo code all fantasy to save 20% off of your order. That's aeropress.com slash all fantasy and be sure to use the code all fantasy at checkout to save 20%. It is time to ditch the drive through, toss the French press and say yes to better mornings fueled by better coffee. Aeropress ships to the USA and over 60 countries around the world. And we thank Aeropress for sponsoring our show. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting musicals because Broadway reopening is right on the horizon and boy howdy, we're going to get there. If not off Broadway, if not off, off Broadway. Our guest today is comedian, musician, and writer Marsha Belsky. Marsha is the lead singer of the comedy duo Free the Mind and she's co-written two full-length musical parodies. The Handmaid's Tale, the musical, and Fiddler on the Rooftop Bar. I'm your host, Ian Carmel, and with me, as always, are my friends, comedians, and absolute just, absolute, just friggin', just friggin' dudes, just friggin' dudes, Sean Jordan and David Borey. Let's get into it. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that had a coffee and then did some personal training, and now his heart rate's kind of like up here, and it's kind of been here all morning. Your heart rate is jacked. 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 But, but my hand, hand 
steady. A little bit shaky, actually. Yeah, a little, a little shaky. shaky. I, I don't know. Like... I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I got a I got a venti today, huh? Dude, Whoa, Betty, <laughs> if you hit if you fuck this record, sorry, my cat. Sorry, my cat. Got out of line. That's a little glimpse into the real Sean. Yeah. That's a Sean's. <laughs> you, wait till, you wait till I have a kid. If you fuck yeah. this recording up, Chris going outside. <laughs> that South Dakota comes out. That's where you're from, right? Oh, yeah. South Dakota. I think it's from North Dakota. Bismarck, North Dakota. I thought it was North Boy, Dakota. Boy, tread lightly, y'all. Wyoming. Tread lightly. Idaho. She's from Pocatello, Idaho's third favorite son, Sean Jordan. I think you were the first person I met from Idaho, Sean. Yeah, you know. I'm so upset. I think my you're voice the only person cracked. I still have ever met. <laughs> my voice just cracked. You hear you that? You and Jesse McCoy, and those are the those are the Idaho. Oh, Jesse's from Idaho. Yeah. Right. Boy, I forgot it. Yeah, there it is. Tie the binds. Yeah. Shout out Jesse McCoy. A lot McCoy. of meth. I feel that connection from Oklahoma. Just sort a lot of, of that lot in of South meth. Dakota, Nebraska, a lot of space. Iowa. Yeah. Anywhere with sort of no culture and a lot of WalMarts, there's going to be <laughs> meth. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. guy from Idaho, Sean Jordan, Sean S. Jordan on Twitter, Sean Cougar Mel Jordan on Instagram. Yeah, bruv. Sean about to have a baby on in the real goddamn world, dude. Yeah, man. Tie-dye. I'm all over the place. Tie-dye, dude. The tie-dye. <laughs> tie-dye backwards hat, tucking my ears into it. People are calling you the tie-dye fly guy. Is that true? Yeah. Tie-dye <laughs> fly guy who definitely cries up high in the sky. Why ask why? Watching The Lion King. <laughs> Cry bud dry, dude. <laughs> musical. We drafted musical. Oh, you named one. You I fuck. didn't mean you to. Fuck. Also, Lion King is a musical. That was kind of a heat check. I know. Well, that was a heat. All right, there. So I'm going to do better than I thought on this draft. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I do have something coming up. May 23rd, I'll be at Helium. Uh, indoor kissing party. I'm kidding. It's an outdoor <laughs> show. Outdoor, safe. You bring your own chair. You can only get four tickets to a group. And I'm going to tell, I've been really stoked on stand-up. I just did a bunch of shows outside at Oaks Park, and I got real pumped on doing new stuff, which doesn't happen a ton. You get real excited about it, you know? So this will be much better than the show I did last year if you came to that. Now, you just started stand-up. How is the open mic scene? How's it going? <laughs> it's cutthroat, bro. I'll tell you this. You want to hear something? How's your tight two? How's that yeah. too, dude? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something about the open mic scene. I don't, I don't want to step on any toes here, but. A lot of upset dudes, huh? Oh no, are no they? Shit. A lot of upset. They need somewhere to go. Who knew? Who knew that there were so many disgruntled younger dudes in Portland who Listen. who maybe wanted to get drunk and not do stand up, but since stand up's going on, eh, fuck it, I'll do stand up. You know? Who knew? If I were still doing open mics, I would in Portland. I would bring a gun. <laughs> and I, I should have at the time, even when I was at Suki's at the time, oh I should have had a gun. Dude, yeah, I bet absolutely. some of these fools did. They, I won't name names, but there was this kid, Richard, rest in peace, Richard ah! Bain used to oh, mess with. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, Richard, uh, Richard, I can talk about. I can, I'm Absolutely. not going to say the kid. Rest in peace. We're coming up on the one year anniversary, man. Rest, rest in, in peace, peace Richard right. Bain, the greatest. Yeah. Go on. He, sorry. I just saw these kids and he would, the way he talked to them, I was like, if they ever come in here spraying, dude, it's you. You're the target. So many trench coat kids <laughs> were in that scene yeah. because like a smaller city, especially it's like the open mic scene is going to attract. Yeah. Like incels, sociopaths, like people who are just like 
a microphone. <laughs> Finally, my chat room come to life. Like, <laughs> Methinks my, I might sow some discord today. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was the vibe. And then it was like, I remember too, I was there and like, I was super young because I was lying to all of you guys about how old I was. I was only like 19 going to like boiler room. and wow, like Really? I didn't know that. And it was so funny because if you remember, there was like the, there was two kids alex and jason who were at curious comedy and they were they like were 18 i do remember those they dudes. were really young but i was only a year older than them but i was acting much older what? and one time gabe dinger like sat me down and he goes yeah i'm sorry but like i just don't want to hear a freaking teen tell me about life anyways marcia you were like so good tonight and i'm sitting there like man when they all find out this is gonna be crazy <laughs> <laughs> and then but i think I, me and sean had a joint birthday party when i turned 21 and I was just like, by the way, everybody, I'm a junior in college. Yeah. Everybody was like, okay. <laughs> we had, a- but the reason was because my musical theater department at my school was didn't like me, so that's how I started comedy, and it's all full circle with the pod. Perfect. Didn't we have a few joint birthday parties, you and I? We had a few, yeah, because yeah. we have the exact same B day, little Scorpio girls. Damn right. I've been lying about my age too. I'm twenty. I'm twenty seven. So like, I just want to get that off my chest. <laughs> I've been I've been lying about a lot of stuff, man. I remember Jason. I remember Jason and Alex. Those two little cuties. I know. I still. I think I follow them on Insta and stuff. But like, it's crazy because it doesn't feel like that long ago. But like, I'm 31. I, and I met all of you guys when I was 19. It feels like yesterday. Alex is. Isn't that crazy? Alex has probably been a doctor for like a decade now. <laughs> I see Jason like producing like videos. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. Like yeah. There. So we were at Curious one time, and Alex he. I'd love him to pieces and he was but he just he would like turtle his shoulders up all the time and like look at the ground and he, he brings this up to me it's been years but every time I see him he brings it up where we were just talking one time and I was like look at me <laughs> and I, I didn't mean to say it like that but I just because it had been he was just staring at the ground and he'll bring that up to me and he's like you know that like kind of changed something when you when you were harsh I mean and I didn't Portland, mean to though, be. like that's why I didn't fit in in Portland because it was like any room I walked into I feel like I'd be like hey how's it going and people are like Whoa, hey, I just yeah, calm the okay, fuck down. Like, I know. Yeah, and it's like, damn, like, God, I was like, not like chill. But also, I found the chillness there, like, not with Alex. Alex was a genuinely sweet boy, but like, found it so passive aggressive yes. so much of the time. Like, yes. and it's like, I just don't do well in those environments where it's like, even LA, I suffer. It says, like, I don't like when you like go into a meeting and they're like, we love you. We're going to call you in five minutes with $50,000. And then they like ghost you. Like, it's like, I'd rather you just be like, hey, we're not buying stuff right now or like you know what i mean like it's like that same west coast like culture yeah no uh, you're so hold on anyways right. i miss it i miss you guys okay. <laughs> you're so you're so right though it's it's like polite but mean you know what i mean it's yes. like i'd rather just be like honest and then whatever you are actually behind it not enough yeah not enough like jewish energy in portland not to get into that in new again. york there's not time to lie like that's what i like about it yeah. oh shoot okay i have these books are right here so you guys i want you guys to talk about musicals then i'll be back in two all minutes right, i'm gonna introduce david while you're gone and then we'll get to then oh, okay. we'll get to all your <laughs> bullshit <laughs> david Bory is here cool guy jokes 87 on instagram for god's sake the gsi on sake. twitter you fucking you fucking marks all right follow you on twitter motherfuckers Dude, how yeah, how I haven't talked to either of you in two weeks. How the hell are you, David? I know. Getting through it, man. Yeah. We are doing it. You're fucking you're vaccinated and player hated now, right? I'm vaccinated, I'm player hated, fully prom dated. You know, you know what's happening tonight? 
You're going to have sex? Tonight. Sex? Mortal <laughs> Kombat! Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, so, so sex. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, that's Sean and Nick, Nick Nampe, <laughs> not on the podcast, not in, the, not in either of the, any of these three states. I guess he is in Oregon with Sean. YouTube rented out a theater, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did, man. It is you're not. You're glowing like you're it's pregnant. It's not as expensive yeah. as you think. It, you factor in, and I apologize, David. I stepped completely on your introduction because I'm so excited. Uh, Mortal Kombat! I can do it, too. Watch the Ian Carmel James Corden Mortal Kombat sketch. You're now available on YouTube. Keep going. Yeah, that was very funny. When he goes, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, I, yeah man. It's, it's not. If you two fly here, I, this isn't set, but I'll buy, I'll rent us a theater and we can go watch a movie. If, you know, it's on me. If you factor in the money you haven't spent for a whole year of not yeah. doing anything, it, this is like a cup of coffee, honestly. So I am thrilled. I almost hopped in a plane and flew I up know just you for this did. occasion. I could tell. I could tell. I was so close. But I, was I was really like, hoping that you, I was telling Laura, I was like, I think Ian's coming. <laughs> if I went, I would have drank. And if I drank, I would have fucked up my whole diet. And it, like my, and like all that, I was like, I need. It's okay. Yeah. You know, and then my aunt is here and we're going to Chicago next week, but I will be up soon and we'll rent. I'll the tell theater. you this. And this goes for both of you. Anytime. If there's ever a time when you think that you're going to drink or do something that you don't want to do and you think that uh, it might happen because we're hanging out with me or something, I will definitely not. Like, if you thought that you would drink, I'd be like, sober night at the theater. I paid for the motherfucker. No one's drinking. So. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't need I don't need you to do that. I just know I'm myself. I'm just saying I would. You know I, I, mean? know, I know yeah. that. I'm just saying also, I would. I'm, I got you. I'll have a drink from now. now, now yeah, now, now. I'm going to have like 50 tonight. What's up, Marsha? Yeah, you are, dude. <laughs> What's up, 50 drinks? 50 yeah, drinks, gonna, dude. Going to see Mortal Kombat in the movie theater tonight. We rented out a private theater, so your boy's going to get jacked. That's so fun. Yeah, I am excited. That's so cool. Mm. Yeah, I heard that was good. I bet it is good for me. Did you really I, hear it was good? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I saw one person talking about it. They actually said it was bad. But. I heard it was good. You haven't read a single review, but that's neither here nor there because I don't you care. Know, just trying to be supportive. It's going to be a tortilla dipped in Alfredo of movies. It's going to be right up your alley, dude. <laughs> I mean, bad. that sounds good as hell to me. Yeah. Good if you're stoned. You're the one ally Sean has yep. in this. It's yep. good. I mean, He's, it sounds like awful, but if I were like really high, not, I would definitely do it. Why does it sound awful? It's it's bread. <laughs> it's a different kind of bread. Anything Alfredo is kind of a lot. Exactly. A bread it's stick. A, lot. a bread stick <laughs> is bread. A bread stick is bread. A tortilla you can't just is bread. say it like there's not different <laughs> types of bread. bread. We've really relitigated I mean, this many times. <laughs> it's a, I, that's why I didn't want to go with Cinnamon roll is bread. A donut yeah. is bread. Cereal yeah, I guess is brioche bread. is sourdough yeah. now. Yeah, it's a whole wide variety. We're living in a crazy world. Lucky Charms are bread. Is an apple strudel. We could just... I'm wearing Listen. pants for a hat now. Yeah, dude. I have. Who's had, gonna get married next? All clothes are pants. <laughs> Listen to me, Sean. Bagels aren't even bialis, dude. All right, they're two different things, bro. A bagel and Alfredo sauce would be great. Ew, what's Sean? You lost me. Tortilla scoops. Tortilla scoops with Alfredo you sauce. You had one ally, but I can't stick by you for this. I got allies. I don't know where to find them. Right down by the Mac stop. They're, they're allies. I guarantee it. No, the internet's good about bringing bad people together. So yeah, I'm sure you... Yes, I'm there's sh- going to be some tortilla Alfredo club sh- that never needed representation. By the way, David, there's a dude, and for the two of you two, David and I discussed last week if their last name Spaghetti is a real, or if it's a last name. There's a guy who's uh, 
a soccer player named Kevin Lasagna. That is, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> Not what we talked about. We talked about spaghetti. I, I think lasagna is a bucket last name. dollars for someone in the spaghetti family. <laughs> <laughs> lasagna is a whole different That's type of whole grain. Other, whole different pasta. It's a whole it other game. But it is That's bread. Lasagna is bread. <laughs> Put Alfredo sauce on it. Lasagna's in the pizza family. Did you say Lasagna? Lasagna, though. I did say Lasagna. I like to think that's his own special recipe where he puts like a little bit of brown sugar in it. It's just a little That's when he goes into the frozen food for like athletic people. I just so happen to be having a daughter in a few weeks, and Lasagna seems like untouched gold. Just shot up to the top of the name list. (laughs) David, do you have anything that that you want to advertise, put out there to the all family? Uh, uh, no, I'm just doing local dates to try to get my weight up. So, you know, look at my Instagram for that. And Beautiful. Uh, kiss your family on the mouth. Mm-hmm. But not too long. Just a little. At four second uh, to eight second range. Yeah. Eight is. seconds is eight even. seconds, dude. Eight seconds is a long kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Right there on your dad. That was shorter than eight seconds, too. It would have been more brutal than that. I'm saying eight seconds, eyes open. I'm going to kiss my dad for eight seconds next time I see him. Kiss your dad eight seconds, eyes open, and see what happens. I'm going to. I mean, you're too old to be taken away from him, but. (laughs) I'm going to go to the rodeo. I'm going to go to the rodeo and kiss someone for eight seconds while someone else rides a bull. There it is. Ah, that's a plan. I mean, we're all a little bit touch starved, it seems, in these times. (laughs) For I'm our good. families. I'm good, man. I'm all right. Oh, that's right. You guys are like engaged. <laughs> that's right. You're all, all up in. Marsha Belsky is here at Marsha Belsky on Twitter at Marsha Ski. That's just Marsha. I've been being sky. quiet that whole time. Oh, you know. nailed it. Uh, on Instagram, Marsha, how the fuck are you? I mean, we've been we've been getting into it a little bit. How how are you? Do you have anything to promote? What's going on? What's the business? Let's see. Yes, I'm doing. I have um like you know first big show back at. Bell House is doing in New York and Brooklyn is doing like an outdoor thing this summer. So we have our show Stevie, me and my friend Drew Anderson and Sam Taggart. That will be really fun. We have a great lineup. Um, So I'm excited for that. And yeah, no, it's been a crazy year. Like I had this um, 100 tampon song kind of like go viral Mm -hmm. at the beginning of quarantine. So it's like kind of interesting because like I've been doing musical comedy for the last few years, but like also stand up and like some other stuff and like worked on these musicals, you know? And so now it's like, it's exciting. It's like, I've kind of forgotten that like my career has kind of changed because like for this last year, I've just been inside. So I'm like excited to be like going out and doing shows more, like getting paid a little more for gigs, hopefully like yes. stuff like that. So, yeah. so it's been a cool year. You know, it's, it's definitely interesting to like go viral. Like I'm working this like horrible customer support job right now. And then it's like, I'm like having people like scream at me on the phone all day. And then Sarah Silverman's tweeting at me and I'm like, this is a weird juxtaposition. Like, but that's kind of just how it is. So the swing. So I'm happy. The swing. Yeah, I, feel so you been too. A cool year. I feel yeah. you that I had a call center job and the same thing where it's like you go and people are like you, you worthless prick. And then, you mm-hmm. know, and then we went on tour and we went to the bell house and it was sold out. And you're like, man. Okay, I wish, why can't people it's a weird cool? juxtaposition like it really is especially because it feels like these jobs that we're like qualified for like especially full-time it's like it's becoming more and more just like customer support like things like that and it's just so awful like yeah. it's, it's just people yelling at a company or even just like yelling at the problems in their life but like i'm a person and 
I've worked in restaurants and it's bad. Like you definitely deal with crazy people, but like you have your coworkers around you. Like it's, you get one to two bad customers per day, like maybe more, but like on the phones, it's like, if they're calling customer support, it's cause they're having, they're actively stressed. Like God. nobody calls customer support. Like this is the best day of my life. Can't wait to just shoot this shit. Like they're coming so, in hot. The people who are nice, they're coming in hot, but the people who are nice, I really appreciate. I mean, I think every job, I don't think I was ever like abusive or nasty, but I think every job I've had has taught me. And this was kind of the last frontier where it's like, I think I've always been decent on the phone with customer support people, but now it'll be like where I go into restaurants and I'm just like, you know what? I'm actually sorry for even being here. And if you want to sit <laughs> me in the bathroom, that's fine with me. Like, you know, sorry, sorry for showing. Dude. I'll do the dishes. I'll do my dishes. I'll Let do me the back dishes. Then. I don't, and I'll pay extra. Yeah. yeah. I tip like 40% if I can afford <laughs> it. Like they're like when they're meaner, I'm like, they're probably having a bad day. I'm going to tip more. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? A little more but humanity. It's good to have that energy. You know, it's like, I don't want to, lose that but it's you know i'd rather just go even if it's like i have to go back to being a receptionist for a while it's tough too it's like with comedy it's like you know we'll see how things work but it's like you got to balance a living but it's like you also have to like they're like hey can you be at an audition in 30 minutes and it's like if you get it it'll be ten thousand dollars if you don't you have to quit your job anyway yeah Yeah. cool they're like can you come to six callbacks in the middle of the day for a job you're not gonna get and it's like why not man yeah it's fucking crazy and it always is like 45 minutes before like they didn't know they were having these auditions what is this <laughs> well yep, I, I exactly. i'm so excited to see you come out of this quarantine chrysalis i think it's gonna be i think yeah. it's gonna be beautiful for you i think so many people are finding out how funny you are something we've known for a decade and done nothing to help uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true Ian you booked me on your show I never got booked on Funny Over Everything I was bitter about it but that was, Sean, on, that was Shane Torres that was, that was Shane. I got locked out I got locked it out it was Shane who threw his whole body in front of it, it was, that's okay I'm Jewish I can hold a grudge I know you know I know who to hate but no just kidding. Sean and I were trying to get you on there and Shane he just he he pulled a knife on us and you mm-hmm. can bring it up next time you see him. Me and yeah, he told me that too. He has a video of him he pulling pulled a knife on, you guys. on us. We didn't have you on Funny was... Over Everything. That's crazy. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. I was young. It's also that thing too, where sometimes I watch stand up videos of myself like eight years ago, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, in a lot of ways, I wasn't funny. <laughs> Plus, you were four. <laughs> like... You were fourteen. You were fourteen at the time. I was fourteen years old. I remember clearly who I didn't think was funny, and I definitely thought you were funny. That's weird no, that we didn't have you. No, you always You had that show at um, what's it called? Fly Hawthorne Jokes. Theater. That was like really fun. Yeah, Funch has always booked me. Yeah. Um, it, it was that thing. It's that comedy like ego bitter thing too, where it's like you can get every show in the world, but you there's like that one oh, yeah. show that you really want and you just sit there like I never got to do meltdown. <laughs> Every everyone I know has their meltdown posters hanging up in their house and I'm like, hmm. I yes, never. exactly. <laughs> it's like so annoying. I'm really trying to shift that to like post quarantine where it's like because I realized too like I've been doing comedy for like 10 11 years and I never had a significant break. And so this year has been really healthy for me cuz it's like you know, I really needed to just step away from the hustle because it's like I could tell myself I was going to not for take sure. shows for a couple weeks. But if I got a good show, I'm going to take oh, yeah. it like you don't actually get to relax and you're sitting there the whole time feeling like I should be out. I should be hanging out. I should be doing stuff. And it's like it was I feel really grateful because it was literally like the first normal year I've had of my I mean, not normal. It was like anxious as fuck. But like, you know, just away from that. I think many of us have found out that to be true. Like the oh yeah. Getting off the hedonic treadmill of like comedy for a while where like the only the only feeling that feels good is next. You know what I mean? And then like mm-hmm. having that like 
come to a pause for a while, as fucked up as everything is, like that was like a little bit of a silver lining where it was like, all right, let's slow down for a That's minute. Nice. And, like, and we're all going to act super weird going back because we are already awkward. as yeah. <laughs> And now it's like even these small things, it's like, you know what I realized? It's like I was so excited to see all the people that it's like we're not like friends, but I'm excited to see you that I forget all the people that like <laughs> you have to be like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the show too. Okay, cool. Fuck. And I like, I've just completely put all those. Like, it's like a high school. It's like you're not thinking about anybody that you don't like, and then all of a sudden you see them, and you're like, saying like, hi, 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 and then you see someone, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you exist too. I remember now. Hey, do you remember when you tweeted at me six months ago? Yeah. Okay. Good to see you. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how many comedians I don't like. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I liked everybody. And yeah, then I was like, no. I went to this show and I was like, oh God, I forgot. Not, not like, at all. I don't even think I like most of them. Uh, I don't like most people. I mean, yeah, most people I, are bad. I, I always, I have a bit about how I just disagree with Anne Frank fundamentally on that. <laughs> where it's like, I don't think people are good. Yeah. You know, but agree to disagree. She was so young. A lot though, of you fundamental disagreements. She was young. She, she was, was so 14, young. just like when I started when you comedy, started- <laughs> you know. A lot of fundamental disagreements with Anne Frank. Same. Yeah. Same. Absolutely. Just I read like- her book and just highlight. <laughs> no. Just like a lot of no. core issues. I didn't yeah. No, no. X isn't red. That's like an insult. It's like an anti Semite reading like Anne Frank's book, just making notations yeah, on the no. side. I mean, she saw the Nazis, but she, not, she, didn't, she didn't live to see Twitter. I think she would have had yeah. a different outlook. Grammar correcting. I know exactly. It's like she didn't see all these people's thoughts. My name is Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel on Twitter, <laughs> at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Laura Sam's Er on uh, Zoom, <laughs> at Jewish Laura Sam's on Sean's Gonna Have a Baby in about five weeks app. Uh, what do I got Woo! going on? Watch the Late Late Show with James Corden, where I am our uh, Andy. I am our Andy Richter, and and will continue to be for the foreseeable future. And listen to all fantasy everything. And that's that'll that'll get you there. That'll get you there for God's sake. I gotta say, I like how much musical stuff you guys do on the James Corden. So much. It's Jim Jam's a musical boy for sure. He's a big musical boy. He'll just yeah. be walking around singing. Well, I won't mention any shows, but that's just his default speed. He's got a good voice, man. I say it all the time. I, he's a good singer. He does have a good voice. That's the thing. I don't trust straight men with good voices, though. They've been too praised. Their oh, whole lives. <laughs> straight s- straight theater dudes are like, that's a whole fucking creature. I've encountered a lot of those. Like straight they're musical theater guys. they're but insecure. It's like, and it's like, don't straight men have enough? Like, do you need to take theater too? Like, I think that we're all good with that. There is like this Matthew Morrison interview. The guy from Glee. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he was like, they're like, he's like, yeah, I actually don't care when people say that I'm gay because like, like actually like I get like the hottest pussy in the world because oh I'm like God. a straight musical theater guy and it's like unfortunately that's true did he say but you're like a piece of sheep i probably put the word pussy in there like i he sang the word pussy it it had the vibe of like that's what he wanted to say like you know oh yeah that's a word you could say without saying it for sure i can add it like as a woman i'm allowed to add him saying the word pussy (laughs) that's my right but um no i do that with the n n word mostly in Anne frank's book (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's your notations <laughs> like this actually if i could add a note not sure yeah not sure what? no no that's what i was uh i'm keep going i blew the riff i blew the fucking riff guys all right marcia you studied <laughs> you studied musical theater you've you've written a couple of uh shows 
I've written for Never the Never studied. Self-taught. Self-taught musical theater student. Self-taught. Self-taught musical theater. Accomplished musical, I mean, just performer, writer. I've written for two Tonys and we do Crosswalk the Musical on the Late Show. Oh my Late God, show. I remembered that. Actually, I blocked that out of my mind because I was so jealous. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, you know that thing where it's like, it actually hurts when you're one degree away from it as opposed to two or three? <laughs> it's the worst. When it's so far, you feel like it's untouchable. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy the Tonys. But then you see somebody who writes for it and you're like, and I have to block that out. They don't let you go to any of the shows other than the Tonys, if that helps. I saw... I didn't see what? Hamilton. I never saw. They should pay for you to go to all the shows. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do it. They're like, you're on your own. Get like infer what you can from like the previews you've seen. But um, you know, uh, so we have musical chops. David and Sean are also here. So let's do it. Let's fucking write <laughs> yeah, musical. David and Sean, you showed up. Good yeah, job. Nada. <laughs> well, we'll get up. I got a little fucking. I got a little bit. Sean knows Disney. Sean's been watching musicals watched, for the last couple of days. I'm excited to I find out a which. Couple, yeah. Have you been watching musicals the last couple of days? I did some homework. Yeah. Yeah. Now I dove in. The way we determine the order of the draft is through a rollicking game of rock paper. I don't know scissors. how drafting works. I feel like I should tell you guys. I'll explain it. Sean's okay. about Eventually. to break it down, but we determine the order <laughs> with a game of rock paper scissors played between the three of you, and we throw on shoot. So here we go. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors shoot. <laughs> David wins. David won. David wins. Boom boom. Damon Wayne knocked them both down. David Damon wins. For the listeners at home, David threw rock, and Sean and I both threw scissors. Paint the picture. Sure did. Classic mistake. Classic mistake. Mm -hmm. David, uh, as the winner of rock paper scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, I will remind you it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? That's a great question, Sean. Sort of to explain how the draft works, it is if you roll your ankle skateboarding mm -hmm. and the doctor prescribes uh, heat and ice mm. after 72 hours. Mm. So basically the way the draft works is uh, it's like if you were to ice your ankle for about 10 minutes and then you wait about an hour and then you ice it again mm. and then you wait about an hour and then you go from ice to heat. Mm. So then you want to put a hot pack on your ankle, okay. but you only want to do it for about 10 minutes. A lot of people think you want to do it longer than that. You only do about 10 minutes. Then you wait like an hour or two, and then you might take a bath wow. instead of doing the hot pack. You just want to warm it up with a bath because you're, you know, you're kind of dirty. And so you take a bath, and then you're out of the bath, and then you wait a few hours, and then you got to put the cold back on. So you put the cold back on, wait like another hour, mm. and then again, put the cold back on, and then pretty much so you go cold, cold, down to heat, and then heat, heat, and then from heat down to cold, and then over to cold. Just like that. That helped. So, I'm lost. Marsha, yeah. basically what it means is if, <laughs> if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. We go through the draft making picks. So David's yeah. going to determine the order. We're going to pick our musicals. Once a musical is picked, it's off the board. Nobody else can take it. And we're going to do it. I for gotcha. And then how do we know who wins? We're just going to we'll fucking feel poll. it. We'll do a Twitter oh, poll. Oh, just but drafting. We'll, but we'll feel it. Yeah. And also there's somebody named AFE Mel Kuyper who will grade us on our pick. There's, there's many mechanisms. And you'll hear about it on Twitter for uh, damn near a week. Now, David, with that in mind. <laughs> You're going to say for decades. For, de for, for decades. decades. I did too. And I was going to be like, fuck yeah, you <laughs> decades. will. Decades after you actually, this. It will be longer than a week. Uh, our fans will haunt you for the rest of your lives. They'll come to your shows. They'll scream at you for your picks. David, uh, what will the order of today's draft be? I'm going to go David, Marsha, Sean, Ian. Hot corner. David, Sean, Marsha, Ian. 
That no, is David Marsha, Sean. David Marsha, Sean, Ian. I'm so fucking stupid. I'm stupid and I fucking suck. I'm terrible. Yeah, now we're in the Broadway spirit. God, Here we go. Terrible. No, fucking terrible. Bud, you're fucking dope. terrible. Hey, you're no, dope, no, you're no. Mommy made me mash my M&M's. I was just going to ask, Marsha, do you have any, I was almost calling Marissa, do you have any like warm ups before you sing? I actually hate warming up. It's like a weird thing. I have like all this stuff. I think because honestly, I'm just like ADD or something like I didn't do well in music theory classes and I never did that well in like lessons. Um, that's why I only started doing the musical stuff like honestly, like five or six years ago, because I didn't ever think I was like that good at piano or singing because I can't like focus. Mm hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't like doing warm ups because I just find them so boring. And then I was like, you know, everyone's like, you just you have to warm up. So what I do is I'll just like find a song that I like that's like kind of simple and like warm up to it. Honestly, there's like some Taylor Swift songs that work really well because it's just like four chords. She's a and, musical like, genius. And no, she's, she's I mean, like, she's a songwriter. Songs. Like, yeah, yeah, like I'll give it to her. But it's like pop songs in general, like are good anything that's like in my little mid-range but i love uh, i used to do rosa parks by outcast as a as like a vocal dexterity warm-up before like improv shows and stuff which is a very white guy doing improv is that sort the, of thing to do but damn no that's the that's a different one it's yeah no it's the uh uh god how does it uh it goes it goes real fast yeah 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 oh uh -huh. yeah what uh -huh. you do Hey, hey, what's that book? Hell yeah. I met a gypsy uh -huh. and she hit me to some life uh -huh. game to stimulate the left and make the left and right brain. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I like to warm up is just something like fun like that. But I honestly have a hard time because it just feels foolish when I'm like alone in my apartment singing at full volume no matter what. Even that's why it's like this quarantine's been weird because when I have to record myself, it feels very foolish singing full volume by myself. <laughs> I feel like my yeah. neighbors can hear me and it's embarrassing, but... Well, I'm trying to. You got to come out west. Make a get, rap song. Get to like Rick Rubin's Malibu studio. Oh yeah, Sean's making a rap song. Oh okay, Sean. I'm trying, but it's it touches on that because I can't have any because... part of that. But I wish you luck. Um... <laughs> I have to send. I have Same. to send a sample to our buddy Isaac, and it's hard to. I don't know. I sound like such a moron, so it's hard right. to like even get the sample to him. Anyway, that's you know it's a good warm up. Yeah. What? Even though and this is just nice to do in general, even though it sounds really stupid, as you go. You do this like weird, it like gets from your upper nasal cavity. You just do this like deep outward sigh. You should do that before a show because it helps. <sighs> yeah, and then go all the way down. It really feels kind of relaxing. Corden will walk around doing that before a, before a thing. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I've been learning the modern major general. <laughs> I am a very modern of a modern major general. That one, I love fast songs. That and the from the musical company. Oh. oh my god, my friend Rachel was so impressive. She was doing the like the marriage song where it's like da 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 da, da not getting married, da, 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 not getting married today, and it's really fast. Any Sondheim is like crazy. Yeah, which we'll get it. Which we'll get into. I always want to see Twista like do like something like Modern Major General like really fast, like musical theater, like a really fast rapper. That would be amazing. Because like, it's like the whole thing. I've seen local productions of Pirates of Penzance where, honestly, it's make or break for the show if if the modern major general is good. And the thing is, it has to be both fast and clear. It's not impressive it's, if it's fast but not clear. It's not impressive if it's clear but not fast. Yes. It has to be clear and fast. Listen, when, when you got it, you got it. 
I don't have it yet, but I'm getting there. Ian, I think you could do it. I am the very model of a modern major general of information, vegetable, animal, and mineral. I know the kings of England, and I quote the fights historical from Marathon to Waterloo in order categorical. <gasps> I'm and very well acquainted to yes. it. Math is mathematical. I understand equations both as simple and quadratical. About binomial theorem, I am teeming with a lot of news with many cheerful facts about the square of the hypotenuse. Woo! I think that's all I have it. so far, but I'm so getting there. Gnarly. It's amazing. All you have to do, just do it slow, then increase it by like half a beat, then a beat, then two, and then you'll just get it faster and faster. But get it down slow, and then you got it. That's my new act. That's I'm just doing that at stand-up. That's the new act. <laughs> that should be your opener. I would actually die if somebody just started before they even said like, hey, how's it going? It's just like, I am the major matter of a modern major general. Oh, my God. Honestly, I'm target demo for that joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's going to be my New York set. I'm the exact intersection. Whenever like stand up people do like musical theater jokes and nobody's laughing, I'm like, I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have you. We're gonna f- we're gonna get into some musical theater jokes in the draft. David, you have the first pick, and we're about to hear it right after this short break. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night, and it just feels like I... I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that. Claritin D has got you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It is time to live Claritin clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, one, one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever. And then you're having a, you're having a fight over parking space. It just, they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature. And you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know, but you want to tell someone. You want to feel like you've been heard. I live in the world. I get how it is. And telling someone, it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on, it's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop. It's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, You get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed. This is it. This is the podcast. David Bora, you are on the clock. In the musicals, All Fantasy Everything draft, what will the first pick of this draft be? I mean, it's first round. I got to take the biggest peeps of real estate I can grab that I'm familiar with. I got to take Dream Girls. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's like no questions asked. Wonderful choice. Yeah, it explains itself. Banger after banger after banger. Mm-hmm. Flawless musical. That is one that I watched when I was doing my homework. That is a movie I've never seen. You would not. That surprises me because I would think that was right up your alley. I. It is. It is. Turns out when I watched it, I was like, this is my alley. What am I doing? That's, not your, being that's in this the alley Jamie Foxx alley. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy is such a good singer and has such a good performance in that movie. Jimmy Thunder early. Yeah. He also has a dude. sad face. I like, yeah. I like sad face Murphy the best. Yeah. Older sad face Murphy's good. Yeah. Mr. In Church the end Murphy. of life with him and Martin Lawrence when he's, when they, when they got the old makeup on, he's and just like, it's so sad. What about fucking I and I am telling you I'm not going, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say the original Broadway cast. I think oof. who is it? I was just looking up. I think it was played who by Jennifer Effie? Holiday. It's just like incredible. Like the videos, the old videos of the original Dreamgirls cast on Broadway. It's such like an unbelievable song yeah. where it's just like so tears down the house, so emotional, has to be done right, but it's also very like subtle. I mean, just an unbelievable, like, diva song. Like, it's just incredible. It's like a rite of passage for divas. 
to, to like sing that. It's fucking to sing it with all the emotion. How old is the the musical? Like like when did it? I think it's from the late seventies, early eighties. If I'm not wrong, I'm gonna look it up. Let me find. Yeah, nineteen eighty one. Okay. Yeah, because that's all. That's the only thing I had known about it before I watched the movie was just that song, right? And I am telling you, yeah, it's a big. I mean, what's interesting is like there's not a lot of like black musicals like that no, like there is not especially not like created like by black writers like for a black audience like there's movies like hairspray where the message is like very white written and sort of for like white audiences like racial messages like and written by john waters that one yeah which yeah. i mean hairspray is a great it's a great show but it's just like this song, I feel like, is such an important like audition piece for like so many girls in musical theater. There's also this great musical that was supposed to be revived. Oh, wait, I should save it for the draft. Save it. Yeah, right. We can't <laughs> say picks. But now that we're on Dreamgirl, I mean, that's what Je Jennifer Hudson went from American Idol dropout to fucking Oscar winner. Yeah. Because of Dreamgirl. Oh, I forgot and she won an Oscar. Yeah, she won yeah. an Oscar. Wow. Yeah. I thought Beyonce was well cast too. I know people I think were it criticizing was perfect casting. But I think she was really well cast because she's kind of she played it really well because she's kind of supposed to be a little bit like weak, but like the star. And like, you know, it was like I felt like she was really well cast for that. Yeah. Beyonce worked on her acting. People don't give her credit. It's like if you see how she went, she was like, I'm determined to be an actor, and she started out really bad and then got Worked her ass off and got a lot better by the time she was in Dreamgirls. Gold member to Dreamgirls. That's yeah. like three years. Foxy Cleopatra yeah. to fucking, I mean, uh, what's her, Adina Jones? I mean, I, don't, I know. Dina, yeah, Dina. We all know she started on Smart Guy. That was her acting debut. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, my God. He's a smart guy. Beyonce might come up again in one of my later picks. Oh, hello. If, I'm, if, oh, I'm, if, my, hello. Hand, if my hand is if my hand is forced, if we'll, you pick, we'll if see. you pick, if it's, don't you, you motherfucker, is that what you're, you're going to do? That? Start. I well, if my hand is I forced, think only you and I have goes. seen it, and you're a what real else is Beyonce. In? It's not good. We're gonna find out. It's not. It's good. not, it's not Dream good at all. Kind of loosely based on a Diana Ross and the Supremes, by the way. So Beyonce's yeah. character is like a Diana Ross. Kind of like so. Avatar. What I was going to ask, I was talking to the Queen about it. Is um, so is is Eddie Murphy's kind of based on James Brown, or am I just being insane? No, James Brown never fell off. You mean Jamie Foxx? No, Eddie Murphy. Like he does that last performance, but spoilers. Oh, you know. as Ray Charles, like kind of Jackie oh, Wilson. Ray well, because he he seems so much like James Brown. Am I thinking of the I feel right? Like it's like I think it's like an amalgamation of a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, if that's okay. Like, he's supposed to be like an amalgamation. Mm hmm. And so is the, so are the Dream Girls. Okay. They are based on the Supremes, but they're also based on like this formula that they were like doing to like black female singing groups in the sixties. Because it was like a lot of honestly like Jewish producers like doing the same formula of kind of like give them two years, like exploit the money, and then find a new group. So it was kind of about a group like in some like it's like where it's like you see them become successful at the end. But there are some takes where it's like more ambiguous. Like, see, that's that's the trap that too thick will not fall. No, for. sir. I'm still thick, by the way, just for people who think too thick is off just because I lost a little bit of weight. Like, don't fucking don't fucking go there, bro. I'm still thick. I'm still thick as hell. It's in the heart. Florence Ballard, the character that uh, Jennifer Hudson's character is like based on Florence Ballard from the Supremes died at 32. 
Wow. Uh, damn. Crazy blood clots. So much alcoholism and like just like drugs and like yeah. horrible. Every like music star you look from like the 50s and 60s, you're like, oh, what happened to like Frankie and the teenagers? It's like Frankie yeah. died yeah. at 18. Like stayed a teenager forever. Well, yes. they were gonna have to be Frankie and the adults after that. And they that were, wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> they didn't. They wouldn't let them. Dream girls. <laughs> sad. First pick off the board. Amazing pick, Marsha. Too depressing. Time for your first pick. All right, I'm really torn because it's like, in terms of like who will perform better, who do I want on my team? Mm-hmm. Like, should I talk out loud what I'm torn between and why? Give it the well. You can't say the other one because we don't want to reveal picks that might come later. So you got to have uh, you got to have the internal dialogue. You can say why you went with right, the one listen, you get. I am going, although I'm tempted between <laughs> the one that I'm sure someone will pick later. I'm going to go with Les Miserables. Oh yeah. shit! Les Miserables. Les Miserables. As the French say, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Obviously translates to the marbles. Yes, it's the marbles. It's based on Los Marbles. French for Les Moonves. Uh, (laughs) The marbles about Bastille Day. Because listen, if we're talking pure bang for your buck, Blameless is always going to be at the high school. It's always going to be at the regional theater. It's always going to be on Broadway, off Broadway, touring in Japan. It's always going to be translated into all these different languages. And the thing about Les Mis as I'm getting older and learning more about music is they pretty much ripped off everybody. Uh, anything that you're like, that kind of sounds like this song from this other musical. It's like, yep, Les Mis came after that musical. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm also like realizing the score is just these four chords and this over and over again. When you see like the source material for all this other stuff, like it's obviously, I thought Jerry Maguire was one of those where I was like, a lot of they, a lot of people snake this. So it's just, it's interesting to see. Jerry that. Maguire, what is, you're saying Les Mis is sort of the Jerry Maguire of musicals? A lot of people, a lot that's, of people that's, think that. That's a common, yeah. that's I've a never common heard that. Wow. I, yeah, popular that's, opinion in Idaho. You need to go, yeah, you need I to go. I can see uh, cult, that. It's like on their political up. signs outside, <laughs> nailed on the, on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jerry Maguire was miserable. So it's, you know, there it's, you go. I could. I could go on for days, but I digress. Yes, We're not talking about that. it's about the but really just classy. Like, I was always really upset that I never got to play Gavroche because oh. obviously I wanted young Eponine, but it's like, I honestly think Gavroche is more my speed. And then I didn't realize till later, like, Jacqueline Novak actually played Gavroche as a kid, so they did allow girls to do it in some productions, really? which is not something I realized as a child. I feel really upset. I feel really upset that I never got to play Gavroche because I still would kill it, even if they let me. How do you do? My name's Gavroche. These are the people. Here's my pack. So I can do that. Not much to look at. Nothing posh. Just the funnest part. <laughs> Spoiler alert gets really sad. Um, oh, my God. Really why don't sad we do, why, why don't we do like Gavroche at an Occupy, like a, like a reset it. It's at Occupy Wall Street. You play a kid. I can absolutely see my... High school, my high school, our like senior play was they said Godspell like in our high school. <laughs> so it's like they would definitely do that. They would absolutely have it be that. Um, Those four chords though, the and I mean, Javert, classic villain. Yes. Classic tale about just like who is actually morally correct, even if one person is labeled a criminal. What's like? What's the banger from Les Mis? Like, what's oh. the one that everybody oh, knows? Honestly, well, okay, the girl song is "On My Own." 
on my own, pretending he's beside me. That's like the classic. Every girl wants to be Eponine so that she can belt on my own. Because Eponine's the more interesting character, the belter. Because that's this little frail, like, oh, Marius, I'm only here for you. It's like so boring. Everyone hates Cosette. And then the there's a lot of Jean Valjean songs, but the big one is, who am I? Two, four, six, oh, one. And he's like, because his whole thing is his prisoner number is 24601. And Javert keeps referring to him as that. And he's like, I am not that. I'm Jean Valjean. So his big song, Who Am I? I mean, that's a big one. The that's plot just a of Les Mis is like a prisoner who is who like he doesn't escape. He gets released. If right? you don't know the plot of Les Mis, turn off the pod. Honestly, <laughs> get a hold of yourself. Get Go through the ads. Get through the ads. Get through the ads, but then turn gotta, it off. I got to remain a part of the show until the end. Otherwise, it's, <laughs> yes. And so the plot of Les Mis loosely is about Jean Valjean, who gets out of prison after 10 years for stealing a loaf of bread. OK, number one, Aladdin. So then it's like um, he becomes he like gets caught again, but like fakes his identity so that he doesn't have to serve out his parole. Very classic modern American story. And then he um, becomes a mayor of a town. Um, but the whole thing, this is the part where when I was first watching it, they don't explain it and it doesn't make any sense. Jean Valjean's whole thing, like the thing people know about him across France is that he's like crazy strong. He's like, everybody knows this about Jean. They're like, that guy's super strong. So Javert sees the mayor lift this like what's supposed to be like a 2000 pound horse cart off of this guy who's been crushed by it. And that's enough for Javert to go, oh, my God, that's a prisoner I knew 20 years ago. Javert's like, only one guy is strong. <laughs> yes, but Jean Valjean's a good person. So basically, the Javert was framing a different guy for Jean Valjean's crimes. And then Jean Valjean comes forward. But it's a whole thing, but basically he has to save this woman's daughter because the woman died and it's kind of Jean Valjean's fault. And that is, oh, that's the other famous song in the show is Anne Hathaway's like crying song from Les Mis where she sings, I dreamed a dream, which if you want to know, I that's happen to one. know in both English and <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Sonia un sueño was... tiempo atrás. I like learned in Spanish for nobody asked me to. Like I literally <laughs> just wanted to. It was insane. Like, and I still know it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a song. I was that's thinking. a great song. It's about a woman who's like uh, forced into prostitution because she I mean, it's a great show because it just shows how like tenuous poverty makes your life where it's like you can lose a job because her boss is obsessed with her sexually and then all the girls turn on her. And then she has to become a prostitute. She's and then selling she, her teeth. She sells yeah, her hair. She gets, like, it's implied she gets like, I don't know if it's like scarlet fever or the plague or something, but she no. dies. I think I it's syphilis to, uh, or something like selling your teeth. She sells her gold teeth because no, she sells her hair. She sells her hair. The whole thing about Fontaine is she's like this gorgeous, like young woman who has like long hair. And then by the time she dies, she's like sold her hair and, and she's her old. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. She's another, supposed to look hey. very old. Another banger. Master of the house. <gasps> Master <laughs> of the ice. That's Thank the only song up. I know. Yes. No, that's a good one. Ready with the hand chicken and I, I would love bomb. to be Madame Tenardier. That's such a great uh, song. We could play. We should play the Tenardier. Oh my god, we would be we would, so good as the Tenardiers, Ian. We it'd would be kill so it. fun. <laughs> I called you guys the Tenardiers 
and I don't even I'm know what down. it was back in the day. I was just like, you guys, you guys, have you ever been called the Tenardiers? The Tenardiers, dude. It was yeah, like I had no idea. There was the Neptunes and the Tenardiers. The Neptunes. <laughs> that, that's definitely somebody's band name. Is the Tenardiers? The Dog Pound. The Up and Smoke Tour. The Dog Pound. Dre and the Tenardiers. Fix is quite a lover, but there's not much there. But there's not much there. <laughs> um, it's so good. Yes. Classic yeah. show. And then One Day More is like a fucking huge Oh, God. And that's the thing. There's it. so many hits. One Day More, nothing has made me, like, I remember being like 16 and being like, I can feel. Like, it just makes it, it's like, I love a fucking 75 part harmony. Yeah. Like, I just love that shit. It's like everybody's singing different notes and the high school is botching it, but just it works <laughs> somehow. Like, you know, it's really fun. I love a big choral number. Yeah. And the lighting's great. They have the revolving stage in Les Mis, famously parodied in Urine Town. Um, do you hear the like, people sing? Another big. Do you hear the people? Oh my god! You Red hear and the people actually, sing? those are my two favorite songs. Are Red and Black Cafe into Red, the blood of angry men. That's my favorite song. We did in our um, Handmaid's Tale the musical. We did a parody um, called Fish, the band I used to love because like the leader. <laughs> Like the leader of this underground rebellion played by my friend Drew is like a huge fish head and like Trey Anastasio dies jamming and that's their sign to like finally help the women. That's so, so funny. So then like I have him sing. He's like, fish, the band I used to love, dead. My heart to fish can't jam. Like, <laughs> it, was, like it always crushed. It was like people loved that. It was so fun because we did the whole that. So the, the lame is thing. The march that they do, it's a one leg march because if people try and recreate it, it doesn't look right. The thing is, you're actually pivoting on one leg. You're not marching with two legs. So you're just going back and forth. I wish the viewers at home could see what I'm doing. I'm doing the Lay March. You're just stepping forward, stepping back, stepping forward, stepping back. Yes, you'll show yeah. just Google Lay Miz March, but it's really fun to do. So my my pick is Lay Miz because you know what? She's solid. She's steady. She's always going to be cast. Sure. She's given people new opportunities. She's consistent. She's not the most like, you know, it's like it's it's not it's not uh MacArthur genius. It's hitting with everybody though. You know what exactly. I mean? Even it's the, it's broadcast appeal. It. When yes. we did the mm-hmm. when we did the carpool karaoke, we did a Broadway version of Carpool Karaoke that like Audra McDonald and uh and the and then Lynn and Manuel Miranda and like Cor- and a couple other people. You can call him Lynn. Lynn <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> I just My forgot Manuel Miranda shit. for a second. I wasn't trying to be like Lynn. And Lynn. Um, it's a class. They yeah. did one day more. They did one day more, and they all I fucking loved it. They just let all those so Broadway fun. heads. Yeah, I sing it in my car. Listen, if people are listening at home or years in the future, like I'm not saying that Les Mis is the best musical ever written. Or even necessarily my favorite, but it's meant a lot to me and yes. it's steady and it's always going to be there. So you just got to accept it and you got to draft it because she's a good player. One day more on my workout playlist. Master of the House I have on, my workout, on my workout playlist because yeah. like, musical theater gets you running. I have a lot of musical theater songs because they're just like on just like you're like, yes. All I heard was your car in New York. Good on you. I don't oh, have a damn. car. Oh, no. I'm talking about, like, if I drive somewhere, please. I wish oh. I had a <laughs> Please. I'm talking about a rental. That's what I miss, actually, is singing in, in a car. Because it's, it's like, it's not the same here. Sean Jordan, your first pick. Little shop. Little <gasps> shop. Yes. Little shop. 
Little I shop just of saw that before the quarantine. The cops. Little, Little shop, shop of horrors. horrors. Oh, 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 dude, that musical. That so when I was a kid, my mom. There's probably ten movies that I know front to back because my mom just loved them. That was the only musical. But yeah, I just when I was like five, I started watching that movie, and it's so dope. All of it. Howard Ashman, dude, the 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 OG. Howard Ashman wrote that the one who it's, wrote went on to write a few other big Disney ones, which I won't mention. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun. What else idea. did he write? I'm looking it up. Well, don't say Two, it. Like the big <laughs> early '90s ones. Um, yeah. Oh, we can't say it before he. No. Oh wow, he did. He, Otherwise, yeah. I won't have a list. <laughs> before he died from AIDS. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. Fucking dude, suddenly Seymour. Yeah, man. Yeah. Suddenly Seymour. I can play that. It's so fun. And the girl that plays Audrey is so dope. And then obviously Steve Martin with the Dennis song. I mean, killer, killer shit. I still think of that when I go to the dentist, and it makes me in a decent mood when I'm at the dentist, even though that whole song's about hurting you. I'm just like, that's pretty funny. But this is why I was realizing with the dentist, like Steve Martin's so perfectly cast because with that show, it's like you can't actually cast somebody who's scary or creepy. They have to be so camp that like even as a villain, it's just like funny and fun because you're like, that's Steve Martin. Like he's a sociopath, but like, okay, it's Steve Martin. Like, And then there's the whole him and Bill Murray playing off each other. Uh, Side note, Mm. I was talking about What About Bob the other day. Go on. Found out that Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss hated each other on set. I'll buy that. Bill Murray, I think, either hated you or liked you. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like there was no middle ground. Seems like Richard Dreyfuss probably incredibly self-serious and pretentious. And Bill Murray was probably an unprofessional alcoholic. (laughs) 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 Why are you joking around all the time? You know, just like furious. Well, that was the word is I guess old old Willie Murr just got plowed every night. And uh, there's some shit. Like if you read the IMDb facts, there was a night where he like threw the producer's sunglasses and broke them or something. I could see Bill anyway. Murray getting old fast, dude. Yeah. I could see hanging out with Bill Murray being a real fucking like. I could see me and Bill knocking back a whole oh. bottle of Johnny Blue and I'd be right there with I him. I think there's <laughs> one of two ways it goes. Either it's like one of the best nights of your life or like for some reason you become his foil and you're just like I'm trying to fucking I trying to go to bed at a decent hour tonight, Bill. All right. Yeah. Well, I we have different yeah. ideas of decent. So. He hates women, are, but that's OK. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I'll, I'll co sign right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Just Bill, you're, you're trying to go to bed at like 11 and he wants to like crash a bar mitzvah three states over. Like, go to bed. Yeah. Dude. Bill, go to bed. When I was, and I still, but like Adam will tell me like at sleepovers and stuff, I was the one who would get super pissed off if people wouldn't go to sleep. Like when I was in college, him and Adam what? and Phil when would you be. you were in college? Yeah, when I was in college, <laughs> having sleepovers. They'd come stay at the crib in Vermilion. And they'd be watching like Top Gun downstairs and I would storm down the stairs like stomping. You were that guy? Like, Hella. And I'd just be oh, like, wow. you shut the fuck up, please. And they'd, they'd like honestly be giggling. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's real fucking funny. I got to get up for Spanish in, <laughs> in six hours. <laughs> and it's Spanish 101 that I never went to. And it's just. Yo soy Sean. No es justo. <laughs> Silento, ahora. I soy enfermo. Dormir. I gotta study. I gotta study the usted version. <laughs> I'm up there conjugating. You guys are down here watching you're Top not, Gun. You're watching 40s. fucking Top Gun. 
I have a colors <laughs> test tomorrow. Like, <laughs> take me seriously. I'm seeing Rojo. I'm <laughs> seeing Rojo. <laughs> I'm sad, which is Azul. Azul. <laughs> That's yeah, so... man, Little Shop. That was uh, Dude, Alan Mankin. Alan Mankin and Howard Ashman. Yeah, going. Yeah, Mankin and Ashman, man. A deadly, Classic. a deadly combo, man. Fucking great. Yeah, like yeah. lights. That's what I call my fist when I want to have a dance fight. Oh yeah, Mankin and Ashman over here. Let's go. Y'all have their say. <laughs> Those are my legs. Rick Moranis is so cute in that movie. He's so cute. He is cute. Yeah. So cute. Very Jewish. Very Jewish musical as well. Yes. And he's a good singer. I like that. Um, it. I've always wanted to be a good singer. I'm a terrible singer. And it's fun seeing someone who like. Give us a suddenly see more. Yeah. Come on, Jean. Like a dude. Like I, not like making fun of Audrey. Sud. No, give it to full. No, it's hard. I want you to sing it as good well, as you there's can. There's Audrey, so Audrey goes like, "Suddenly, Seymour." That's what I want. That's good. Is standing beside you. Suddenly, Seymour. Dog, you can see it. You see that was it? That's great. You see it? <laughs> I'm showing goosebumps to the camera. That was great. Come Man, on, and I'm going to Mortal Kombat tonight. Your boy's having a You're day. You're having a full Birdie. day. I'm having a That's day, a bro. Huge day. It's hard to not crack a crack a cider right not now. Yet, not yet, not yet. Save it, dude. You <laughs> you're riding a natural high right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little shop of horrors. Time for my first and second picks. And listen, I've talked about the following musical any number of times on All Fantasy Everything. <laughs> I saved it for you. <laughs> thank yeah, you so thank much, Marsha. I thought you might have taken it. If you if you did if you did take it, I would have taken the one you took. So this is perfect. I'm going to take Fiddler on the Roof. Here we go. Come yeah. on now. Listen, I I've seen it. We've seen it so many times. Obviously, this is a front-loaded musical. <laughs> the second half. It is long. The second half drag. It is, it is so long. It is long. Long as fuck. The second half really, <laughs> really drags. But that first hour is Amazing. You have tradition. You have rich man. You have matchmaker. Matchmaker. You have the Russian Just bottle Just for anybody dance. who's not... What is what is like the point? Like uh, we should sum it up for maybe people who don't know. You know, it's the story of my actual family, how we like got to America. It's a story you guys were, of the you were Jews. Russian? Yeah. We were shtetl people. It's the story of Jews lived in these sort of like self-segregated small villages in Poland and Russia and Eastern Europe. And they were called shtetls. And then um, the Russians wanted the Jews out of those villages so that they could move non-Jews in. And they basically intimidated them out over a series of years through these violent like uprisings. And then they're called pogroms, these Mm -hmm. sort of like violent, like demonstrations by the Russian army. And then eventually the czar um, said that all the Jews have to get out. So that's when there was like a massive immigration to America. That's when Tevya came here. That's when my Zadie came here or his parents. That's grandpa in Yiddish. That's where um, we and that's went where to, the Yiddish yeah. language came from is because it's a com- they all spoke Yiddish. It's a combination of Hebrew and German that they all spoke in Russia and Poland and like that whole area. We were Polish, too. We were. That's when my family went to Belgium and Paris from, from during the pogroms. I have and pardon my ignorance uh, is Gentile a term for ev- every non-Jew. Yeah. Right. Every non-Jewish person is Gentile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although I don't know right. if we would call like Muslims Gentiles. I, it seems That's to be I was more. wondering if it was like a white person that wasn't Jewish or if it was Gentiles like Gentiles also, we use the term Goyim, which is like Goyim. Yiddish for like non-Jews. We, I found out we're from a town called Prisbors. Prisbors in Radomsko County, Lodz Volvo de Ship in Poland. Ooh. 
Ivan Carmel Don't did say some, it again, Poppy. Ivan Ooh, Carmel did a deep it. dive on our family history, and he has it like laced back to like the mid eighteen hundreds now. How uh, nice. how was the weekend with IK Cool Juice Sr.? Brother, it was fucking <laughs> fun, dude. It was fun. What did we do? We uh, you went to the see the Dodge. Me and IMK and 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 Dana Schwartz of the Chicago Schwartzes went to fucking. <laughs> we went to a Dodger game. We yeah. had a picnic on the beach in Malibu. There's this place. Yeah. Oh, you went to you the could get, Dude, I bought oysters and like lobster rolls and fucking fried shrimp. It's some shit we'll do next time you're here. And you're packed wait, it Ivan, up. Ivan let you pay for all that? <laughs> it's I I couldn't believe it either. He let me put. In fact, he let me put any number of things on my debit card that weekend. He did. He I'm did kidding. Try to, I'm kidding. No, no, he did try to pay. He but um. <laughs> I wouldn't let him, which is a nice feeling. And yeah. then we went and got rosé drunk over at James Corden's, which was oh, which was beautiful. Nice. And and just fucking hung it. We watched the Oscars. We went on a couple of bike rides. I think Carmel still got it, dude. We went on a couple of like 12-mile bike rides. And he's and he's in there fucking hanging in there, dude. Oh, he's a healthy guy, man. I could see him wearing biker shorts. Like yeah. I could see him wearing the kit on a bike for sure. Yeah. He made friends yeah. with my cat. He was all over the place, dude. You couldn't nice. stop him. Nice, nice. Yeah. Beetlejuice let him in, huh? I know Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice let him in a little bit. He's got a tight crew. Uh, Damn it. Second time my voice is cracked. What's happening? I don't know, man. Puberty, I, got a, I got a little girl on the way. It's nature softening me up because I'm right. so hard, you know? You were already some butter on the counter, dude. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm soft. Yeah. I'm soft. I get it. But yeah, Fiddler on the Roof. It's great. It, I had to take it, but it lags in, it lags in the second half. Long. My second pick. Ooh. 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 All right. All right, I'm going to take, this is another personal choice, just because, like, I mean, they're all personal choices, but, like, yeah. I, the, <laughs> songs, the songs I love from this, I love so much, and just get, like, stuck in my head, and they're also on wait. my workout playlist. I am to, and uh, soon, there was supposed to be a production featuring the huge Jacked Men, which got delayed because of the pandemic. Man. I'm taking right. the Music Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a classic. It's a classic. So dope. You know, Laura's dad yeah. can do... The whole, um, what's the the pool hall song? The you got trouble. It. Yeah, trouble. He can do the trouble whole thing. Trouble in Rivers City. He did it for his high school talent show, and now he does it like every holiday. I'll be like, really? hey, do, do trouble, and he'll. He, it's straight out of Anchorman, dude. He's like, oh, I couldn't possibly, but he's already by the piano. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he already try to cover with Sam Sam like that shit. Yeah, where it's like. It's so. What like, does he? What Captain Billy's whiz bang like all uh -huh. those lines and shit. <laughs> the whole thing, perfect. He. At the beginning of quarantine, we would do weekly talent shows with Laura's nephews. That's just right. to, you know, and he wanted to hit, hit like the first week was him lip syncing that whole song from the music fan. <laughs> it was a real dank. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, start, it starts out with that, uh, that like that weird like train thing with all the salesmen, that song, you know, where they're like, yeah. Uh, chugga, 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 yeah. chugga. Yes, sir. Yes, I hear this sir. Da, 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 and it's so funny because like, I remember as a kid, it seems so cool, but when you watch like local productions do it, it really is embarrassing because they have to like bounce in their seats yeah. and they're not good at it. They're like, but you got another territory. But you got another territory. Yes, the territory. Yeah, it's really like it's off beat, so people always fuck it up because it's supposed to be purposely like off. Yeah. Listen, it's Music Man is like Mountain Dew for me, where it's like once a year, it'll I'll randomly crave it. Yes. Like, I'll be like, I randomly want to listen to Music Man. And then the rest of the time, I'm like, nah. Now, <laughs> Marsha, it's funny you bring up the Mountain Dew. I've been on 
what you would call a Mountain Dew kick lately, where I've been oh, trying. No. They have these like <laughs> breakfast dews that have 180 mg's oh, of caffeine. Sean. I found out secret like breakfast dews. Breakfast dews, bro. And there's <laughs> if you go to Dollar General, they got they got the exclusive on pineapple Mountain Dew. Did you guys know that? They have their. I didn't own know they thing. had a pineapple my, Mountain. People Dew. have been tweeting at me. This I know. People have been tweeting Is at it me. Yellow. That, I haven't got it yet. I'll probably go get it today since I'm having what they call a day. It's yellow. That's true. You're, mm-hmm. you're having a day. That it's is yellow. True. At, um, oh, crap. It looks There's like a, the Oregon Ducks uniform, probably. It's just one of those, like, colors that doesn't exist in nature. Yeah, too, where you're like, is that, they call that sunrise? I don't know. I don't know. Sunrise <laughs> with some smoke over it. There's a, some fast food restaurant has the exclusive on Peach Mountain Dew, which, come on. What are we doing? That sounds good. That's, you know, I've had that. It's like, I had Peach Fanta when they have those, like, there's this like Popeyes out here that has those machines where it has oh, like a yeah. million different machines? soda flavors. I'm surprised Zach didn't just pop wow. up in the Zoom call when you said that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> those are, but it's like you have to actually be smart about it and not make like a suicide drink and just pick like a random flavor that you want to try. Oh, yeah. Because it's like I would like mix it too much and then it's like. You know. Suicide is no country for old men. That's some shit to do when you're like <laughs> yeah. when you're like 14 ro- rollerblading to a McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> the music I love 76 trombones too. I think I've we've I've pitched doing the music man as a crosswalk the musical with the intention of doing a song called Seven or Six Trombones. Because it's a much more <laughs> <laughs> it's much more scaled down products. Trombones like the big parade. <laughs> yeah. Back then, small white towns were pouring all of their infrastructure into marching bands. Yeah. That was a huge staple of the economy and culture of small town white Indiana. Um, it was massive. Was just seven, that you had enough money for 76 trombones. They were hoarding the wealth. Well, you know, yeah. Larry Bird was actually going to be the 77th trombone, but they didn't have one. And Sean, look, at what, look at what we got discovered out of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it was also, <laughs> the Music Man parodied perfectly in The Simpsons in the monorail episode. That's yeah. like, yes. yeah. that's all Music Classic. Man. Grifter. I honestly think that might have been one of those things where I saw the Simpsons episode first, and then when I, by the time I saw Music Man, was like, "This is a weird parody of." It was a hundred percent that for me. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way later. <laughs> Monorail. 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 Yeah. When Simpsons did musical stuff, I loved it. Good loved job, it. Conan O'Brien. Good job, Good job, Conan. Conan. You Harvard, all you Harvard nutcases, you gave us something before you took over late night. Finally. Sion Jordan, time for yes, your second sir. pick, dude. Uh, my second oh, pick. Oh, now I see what you were trying to explain with that freaking cold compress You mean what I, what I perfectly explained? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Just got to yes, think outside the bun. <laughs> now, the, uh, my second pick, I'll pick the aforementioned Aladdin, as ah. it is. Uh, I, so I, this is my ignorance with musicals. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Wait, I'm joking. <laughs> what happened? No, I mean you're allowed to choose a Disney musical as as long, you know, Disney's ruining Broadway, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this while my girlfriend is within earshot, the second Howard Ashman pick in a row for Sean Jordan. Nice. Oh, he wrote Aladdin too. He didn't write all of it, but he wrote that was like the the movie is great. The movie Disney movie musicals are great. I just don't like how they're taking them on Broadway. But this is where we're gonna run into like how I'm gonna have to do this because I I I could I could go on a list and pick what I know were like allegedly the best musicals ever, but I you know I've only seen a couple. We'll get into it more, but 
Uh, so if something like you got to pick what you know. I have to pick what I know to an extent. I mean, I have drafted weed Aladdin's as great. a smell. I was just calling you hack to be ornery. I felt like oh, it's good ornery. for the pod. No, 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 hey. no, no. Talk shit. He's yeah, hack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, Get in there. He's hack. Trust yeah. me. If uh, these two have never pulled a hey, punch. Hey, Sean, so I like Aladdin, buddy. I appreciate it, I like it, Aladdin, David. too. I like Aladdin. Whoa. Whoa. I'm just saying Your tone Frozen begs on to differ. Broadway is bad. Like Frozen the movie is well, good, we're doing, but. Well, yeah, right. Well, you know, <laughs> just, draft one. Yes, I, I might draft another, but as it is, I'm drafting Aladdin. Arabian uh, Nights. It was. We didn't get enough. Uh, Vaguely off. <clears throat> Wait, hold on, hold on. No, Arabian not your voice. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, I meant yeah, the yeah. song. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. More often than How not. Rude. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Your face looked a little crushed. Uh, I would, I can take criticism. I can. I'm a striver. I'm a striver. I want the I meant notes. the song. We learned something about Aladdin, Marshawn. I'm going to pose this question to you. Okay. Was Aladdin an orphan? Yes or no? Ooh, interesting. They never explicitly say it, do they? But I believe he is. In the sequels. So what we learn is in Aladdin 3, his Adadin comes back into the picture. And his dad is, stop. His dad oh is a God. hot piece, by the way. His dad is a, his dad is Oh, I bet a dad is hot as hell. Hotter than Aladdin, even. Mm-hmm. Man, I never thought of that because Lad is little, dad is a dad and a Lad is little, dad is big. And now, Ian, if you could please, I forget, I tried to tell Laura, what is the piece of trivia about Robin Williams? The, why he didn't come back for two? Robin Williams, uh, so when he signed on to the first one, he one of his uh, stipulations was he didn't want. He was like, I'll do it. I just don't want like it to be all merchandise-y. I don't want that because I know what you guys do with movies. Uh, I don't want you to merchandise the genie and all this stuff. And obviously, Disney did. They were like, no, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? We're Disney. The one thing. You could buy you could buy like genie like condoms and shit. Like, you know what I mean? It was like everything. I had some genie cologne. Yeah, yeah. I had genie, genie Jabos, dude. Sean Jordan was rocking them. In. Oh, Gene Bows? <laughs> so when they made the second one, they he was like, I'm not coming back. Uh, you Fuck you guys. I'm not going to do it. For the third one, uh, they, they, they really wanted him to come back. So Eisner... Uh, Bought him a Picasso? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, and he returned for the third one. As a sorry? Yeah. Wow. Because you have to be, like, I. A Disney will rope you in to, like, seven movies, especially if you, like, really, apparently Jack Black is contractually obligated to, like, seven Kung Fu Panda oh my God. movies or something Jeez. like that. But, like, so it's, like. Pretty wild. If you sign on to the sequels, they will keep you for the sequels. It'd be hard to say no to like all that, all that cheddar, though. It'd be tough because exactly. then you're like, here's my, here's my life, here's generational wealth, and then you're like, oh, am I willing to compromise? I, 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 I'd sell out pretty quick, I think, if they were like, Sean, seven Kung Fu Pandas, I'd be like, show me the dotted line, play boy. hundred percent, one thousand. I mean, uh, one got, billion million percent. I know I do. I'm so That's excited. That's why it's like you know. I understand like when people get stuck in franchises and then can't like well, yeah. branch out artistically, but it's also like that's the choice you made to be in four Twilight movies because it's going to be millions of dollars. Go do some local theater or something like if, you know. Right, like Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry he Potter. did it good. Harry Potter. He got his dick out there on Broadway right yes, after. Yes, he did. A lot of dicks on Broadway, too, so it's hard to <laughs> take it out. It's hard he really to did, though. You known. know that, right? He put his, oh, yeah. he did, did Equus, and the dick was out, dude. Yeah, the man. wand? Mm-hmm. Abracadabra. Yeah, so many girls I know were like, 
I went to New York and saw Equus. <laughs> like it's like everyone was so obsessed with Harry Potter that the audience was just filled with Daniel's like, Radcliffe was tween out. girls. Randy Dadcliffe, dude. Uh, March your time for your second pick. Okay, this is tough. Second pick is tough. You know, Not I'm for me. torn I just between a, a lot movie. of options. Right. I mean, I respect a lot, and I do. That's a solid choice out of Thank the Disney you. films. Thank you. Um, let's see. You already did Fiddler on the Roof. You know what? I'm gonna go with um, where I'm from, classic musical oh! Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. Yes, it's how I learned to spell the word Oklahoma. It's been revamped recently. Um, I didn't actually like the most. I thought the actors were amazing in the most recent Broadway thing, but it was like this very deconstructed. Like I just don't like artsy theater. Honestly, I'd rather yeah. it be funny, smart, and all this stuff, and a little straightforward than this like deconstruct. Like you know, I don't like Pippin. Oh, I shouldn't say these other musicals, but um. Now, two things. They all have great songs and great actors. I'm going to attempt to spell Oklahoma, and then will you tell me what it's about? And maybe yes. some listeners could. So I'm going to attempt to spell it. O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that was the major feat you thought it was. That well, Sean, I, I learned said, how to spell because I was four that. years old when we moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents taught me how to spell it. Oh, let me it stop you right there. Uh, taught. T-A-U-G-H-T. Now, if you could please tell me what Oklahoma is about. A-B-O-U-T-T-L-E-A-S-E. Honestly, for years, I had no idea what Oklahoma was about because it's one of those musicals that's, like, not really about that. Like, it's not really about, like, what it's about. You know what I mean? It's about, like, oh, what a beautiful morning. It's about a girl who can't say no. It's about a girl who can't say no. It's about, like, land rush 1900s Oklahoma settling time. And the fights between, like, farmers and cowboys, as well as, like, other people that were coming in, like, people traveling through. And it's, like, about a romance, like, between these two people. Well, it's, like, it's a few romances, like, but it's a just a classic, like, Rodgers and Hammerstein, you know. And in Oklahoma, they did every year, they'd have this, like, outdoor production of Oklahoma where they had like real horses and stuff and everybody is like that sounds fun but it's crazy it's like even think (laughs) I've seen the show three times and even as you're asking me I'm like I don't actually know what the fuck it is about but it's like basically they they revamped it in 2019 that Marshall was talking about where they did it they made it kind of dark and and very sexual and they gave you chili at intermission Mm -hmm. which the original kind of is like because there's a rape scene in the original or an implied an implied attempted rape and what's interesting is like I kind of I did really like that aspect I liked the whole revamped I just didn't like specifically because I went also I went alone and a whole bunch of it. Nobody warned me. Like this, this, the audience lights are on the whole show. So like that's part. It just feels like you're Why watching a rehearsal. That? Yeah, what, it's that? part of their like artistic choice. I think it was to make it so that everybody's very like present and like stuff like that. But I just didn't like it at all. No. And then that when the lights are off, it's like pitch black. So it's only those two things. But what they did that was interesting is all the parts that were written. Because this is when when you look back at old musicals and stuff, it's like, it was just like a campy joke about attempted rape. And like, yep, that's going to happen. Like, you know, and it's like, 
So they took all of, and there's like murders and like threatens of gun violence. So it's like they took all of those parts and really drew them out and made them as actually scary as they might be experienced or like should be experienced. And I think that was like the comment they were trying to make there. Sure. It's like, you know, which was cool, but it's like, I, I swear, I've seen the show a billion times. I can name only half the characters. I know Curly and Ado Annie. That's like the two. That's what you need yeah. to know, right? You just got to know Curly. You just got to know Curly in any show. You know show. Curly. You're good, man. Curly will handle it. Oh my it. God, I'm so stupid. Do I get another draft? Because I should have picked a different one. But you get, you get in a minute. Yeah, in a okay. minute you get three so, more. But I'm confusing this because it's a classic, just a classic Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah, hell yeah. When uh, I wrote on the Tonys when they when like that in 2019 when it got the like Ali Stro- Ali Stroker who Ali Stroker amazing amazing talent. that her version of can't say no where she's like mm, yeah forget it's so fucking mm-hmm. good she's but- so sexual in the show too which is like great because she's like in her wheelchair and they have a guy fully like straddling her and they're like making out and it's really hot. Like, and it's like, it's really, it's really cute. Like, their romance. We were doing a red carpet bit. This is one of the worst moments of my life. We were doing a red carpet <laughs> bit. And we, like, I, we, like, James's parents were interviewing her. And, like, I had seen her performance at the, at the dress rehearsal. Like, I hadn't seen the, the version of Oklahoma because, again, we didn't get to go, but she was so fucking good. So I was, like, a little bit starstruck talking to her. And I told her to, I told her to break a leg and she's in a chair. <laughs> And I just like, I, I'm she sure that said, happens all the time. It's showbiz. I, it's a showbiz thing. And she was so nice about it and rolled away. And then it like, I, it like occurred to me and I was just like, harsh. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, Carmel. You piece of shit. I always accidentally <laughs> say shit like that. Oh my God. Just like the a phrase you've never thought about. And then suddenly you're like, now I'm making it weird. Cause I'm like thinking about it. Like I'm sure people tell her break a leg all the time. All the time. Sure. I hope so. Where'd it come from? It's, it's like, you, if you broke a leg, you were you were lucky or something. What I don't know. You don't you're say not good supposed luck. to say good luck because of something like Macbeth or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I don't you even break know a leg instead. Oh, that's all right. I, it's just one of those. Is it etymology? Is that what the term, like the origins of stuff? Yeah, I don't know what the origins of break a leg are. E t y m o l o g y. I get that right. Out of bed. Out of bed. <laughs> David, time for your second and third picks. Uh, my second pick is Best Little Whore House in Texas. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, great I love pick. It. I've I never love seen it. it. I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen the show. I've heard songs from it. Dolly and I've seen just like the movie I saw a few times and like Dolly and Bert together, man. That is a charming ass couple. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's such a fun movie. And all the prostitutes talk about your offhanded rape jokes. There's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that also just flipping fun at one point because i rewatched it for this draft at one point this guy's like well a lot of these boys lack whores and if you shut the whorehouse down they're just gonna be raping and i was like whoa and that's true though isn't it unfortunately yeah it was no it was apt but uh yeah i like that i i will always love you is in that oh uh, wow i love that messing around with you song you gotta I, love they just accept that. They're like, should we tell them not to do that? Like, no. No. Let's they, just open the whorehouse. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I know we've talked about it, but she wrote I Will Always Love You and Jolene in the same night. Oh, That's yeah. so buck to me. I've and never... the I Will Always Love You story is so insane about this man that she worked for for years that was she was manager, trying to right? graciously. It was yeah. uh, his show she was working on. Right, right. He had a TV show that she was always on. It's and it's kind of it's different than the Joan Rivers Dave Letterman thing, but it's like 
She worked for him for years and then very graciously tried to exit. Finally wrote this song, sang it on air for him. They had this whole, he's like, okay, even though like I can't accept losing your talent. Basically, he was furious that her talent wouldn't belong to him anymore, that she was going to do her own thing and it wouldn't benefit him directly Mm -hmm. in any way. But they had been friends for like 20 years and she had like done so much on his show. And then she very graciously left. She sang I Will Always Love You live on air. Six months later, he took every gracious word back. He was like suing her. He was like trying to ruin her life. The man she wrote that song about. And it's like, you know what? I'm a little tired of it. I'm just a little (laughs) sick of it. But wonderful song. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful song. That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great pick. And your third story. Lovely story. Lovely movie. My third pick. I don't want you to be alone, Sean. I'm taking a Sean doesn't want you to be alone. I'm taking a Disney. I'm taking uh Brandy Cinderella. Oh my god, yes. I just rewatched that. Yeah, I love it. Impossible. For a plain country bumpkin. All that stuff is very fun. In my own little corner, in my own little chair. My own little corner. She killed it. Brandy killed it. And Whoopi's in it. What else do you want from what a- What else? And Victor what Garber. Else? Yeah, Honestly, nothing else. fucking want from a yeah. movie, What man? else do you want from a movie? Brandy and Whitney, like, singing behind the scenes and all Dude. those videos are just so beautiful. Like, how- Because to be a great singer who's also so encouraging of other singers- is very special. You're talking about Whitney, not Brandy, Whitney. right? Whitney. Well, yeah. But they had, it seemed, <laughs> I mean, right. Whitney was like, I think the nurturer of that relationship because she was older. No, no. that's Brand- not the pick. Brandy that has you- a great voice though, too. She does have a great voice. I just, yeah. I I haven't seen the Cinderella Brandy since like the nineties. You've got to rewatch uh, it. It really holds it's up. It really, really holds up. Really good, man. The tech is so funny, but it still it's honestly better that they did it the way they did it because it's not this like old school, but it's like the nineties like CGI stuff yeah. is like really funny. But Perfect. that makes it like it's like gives it a good sheen to it. I don't know. It does. It's, it really does. I thought that was the highlight of the Sunday night ABC. Uh, Absolutely, Disney like originals that they mm-hmm. did. I think that was like as good as it. Could. That was a good era. That was oh, a yeah. good era. They did like Gulliver's Travels and stuff. They did a I bunch of fun that. stuff. Yeah, they did a bunch of fun that stuff. That was a good, good era of Disney. But yeah, that Brandy shit. She just, she just nailed it, man. She just really, really. I think it's the best bra- acting Brandy ever did. Agree. Yeah. Agree. And that's ev- that's counting every season of Moesha. Wow. You're putting that yeah. on. Oh my God. I, I was rewatching it. Moesha and like the first episode. There are so She's many. A dick. Like, there's so many fat jokes against that one girl who's like barely Kim, chubby. Yes. Who went off to have a very popular spinoff show because people I just know. wanted to see her anyways. No, Moesha is like very poorly behaved. She's yes. like really. She's like not a very good friend. Yeah. She's super shitty to her stepmom who's just like trying to kind help of a her brat. out. Yeah. 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 No, she was not like a very likable main character. Yes. Belskowitz, time for your third pick. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> that pure so joy. This I love it. was a very formative and still is very important. Definitely have rewatched it twice in quarantine. We gotta go. Newsies, baby. Oh, 
Oh. News is open the gates and seize the day, bud. The Christian Bale vehicle? The the Christian, Christian oh my God. Bale vehicle. Christian Bale is so deeply ashamed of this musical. It's actually humiliating. This is how you can tell how like self-serious as an actor he is. Because like he is fucking serious. He's so dude. self-serious. He does News not joke was around. his big break in a way. It was straight to so, so straight to video and yeah. then cult classic. This is how a lot of these Disney musicals were. Yeah. So it was straight to video and then later became a huge cult classic. And then it went on Broadway and all this stuff. And I loved it. I know every single song. I could probably do a lot of the dances, the choreo. Great. I love it because they did the same thing that Fiddler does where they're like, okay, so they're boys and we need them to dance, but it needs to be straight looking. It needs to be manly. So for Tevya, they're like, give us a shimmy, but make it really loose and manly. And that's how Tevya's manly shimmy came. And then with Newsies, they have them do what, what they always do with like boy bands or when they want it to seem like straight, but it's like 90 boys on stage who are probably 75% gay. Yeah. It's like punching choreo. Yeah, fight dancing, they kick. There's a lot of space between them. God forbid they touch their bodies. And then a perfect pirouette, but then back to fighting. Yes. Yeah. And there's like, so Christian Bale in that movie, first of all, his accent's so funny because I didn't know until years later that he was Welsh. I thought he was American. I had no idea, but he's so deeply ashamed of it. I have heard, I couldn't find this confirmed. I Googled it. But I have heard rumors that he has actively sought Disney to remove the movie like from their archives, like hates that it's a cult classic. And anytime there's like a musical that they turn into a Broadway show, you know, the courtesy is that the people who originated the parts in the movie come to the premiere or at least come with the press at one point to see the show so that and they meet the actors and it's like a whole, oh, my God, you know. Reese Witherspoon and like all these people went to Cruel Intentions off Broadway. Like there you know what I mean? It's like Cruel Intentions musical. Oh yeah, and I saw it. It was off. It was actually really fun. It was like You're a jukebox lucky I didn't 90s know that, or musical. I'd be so mad for you for saying it, was, it. It was done really well. And what's her name was in it? Um, I love that movie. Somebody uh, from the movie was in it. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure Jackie Hoffman played the mom at one point. God, I love that movie so but much. But maybe I'm mistaken. Oh, and I also I, m- I meant to mention this earlier. I saw Yiddish Fiddler. I Whoa. wish you could have seen that, Ian. It's I so wanted good. to. It was off Broadway. Jackie Hoffman was also in that. She played Yenta. And the whole show is in Yiddish, but they have like subtitles. I really loved it because it sounds so like Yiddish is essentially a dead language at this point. And so yeah. it's like it was really cool because like I'd never heard my dad says Yiddish words, but like I'd never heard it just like spoken casually as a language and not just as the little phrases like. Right. As like you a know? schmuck. I didn't, know, you could, I didn't know that was. Yeah. It's a full language. It's a dialect that was essentially no killed when Jews were dispersed in Europe. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only people that still speak it are Jesus. the Hasidic people out here and some uh, ultra Orthodox in, in Israel. Wow. Um, people who have like basically, in an almost cult like way, rather than assimilate the way that like most like white Jews, I guess, did to like assimilate to whiteness, they like you know, became this really insular culture. So it's weird because like the Hasidic like culture in New York is like the same as like 1880s Europe. LA too. Jewish They're f- culture. Yeah. The fur hats and the j- jackets. That's not oh like religiously. <laughs> it's not a religious thing. It's crazy. It's Sarah Silverman's thing. joke about like, I think that God won't mind if you wear a nice linen or something. <laughs> I love that joke. But um, anyways, I forgot to mention that. But yeah, so for Newsies, Christian Bale, like they asked him in an interview, like, will you come? Are you going to come to the Broadway show? And he like 
He's like, no. <laughs> like, it's like, no, I'm not going to be going to that piece of shit, am I? I'm not going to go to that piece of shit. That's not Welsh, but that's like, it's like we made him into like a footballer. I played the Terminator. Yeah, I'm the Terminator, in it? He's so <laughs> serious. It's, I understand being, being serious, I guess, but I just, it's like, yeah, go. Go, go. What's the what's the big deal? He go. hates it. He hates that he's associated with the part. He hates that he can't wipe it from the records. He hates that after... You know what it is? It's because of, like, really self-serious actors like that. They hate what audiences, like, that when they latch on to their, like, campy stuff, I think, because they want their, like, serious, hard-hitting, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but, like, you're Batman. Like, it's yeah. like, relax. Like, you want us to love the machinist? Yeah, come on. <laughs> like, it's not that serious. Sean, time for your next pick. Next pick, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Is that a... I don't know if that's a musical, musical? as much as it is a movie that has songs musical. in They it. made it eventually into a musical, so you can count they it. They sing to the camera. They made Charlie and the Chocolate Factory into a Broadway So if you look on IMDb, musical. it says musical. But they All sing right. to the camera and stuff. I mean, I'm, this is what I'm saying. Can we count it? If we don't, then I have other choices. It's absolutely I think fine. We, ca- we can count it. I think we can count it's it. up to you guys. Sure. David? They did make yeah. it into a, a stage musical, so. Well, that'd be cheat. Like, I guess it is. A, it is a musical. It is. That's because there's the way what I was trying to use to define this to myself, I guess, is like, do they break out in song and like sing to the camera or have solo parts or sing in the room when other people are around and the other people can't hear them kind of stuff? I and, want to feast. I want a bean feast. That's a yeah. musical ass song. And it just seems like the, you know, the bed song. Yeah. Doesn't I'll, Charlie sing at some point when he's yeah. in the bubbles? Yeah, he does. And. Yeah. When all the grandparents are singing and it's like the whole house breaks out into song. Yeah, it's it seems... a musical. That's my bad. Yeah. You're, no, you're 100% hey. right. I was, I was excited. <laughs> Don't when be I... too hard on yourself, Ian. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You got really sad. No. No. I fucking suck. I told you earlier, I fucking suck. Hey, bud. Hey, I don't buddy. deserve all this linen. We're all in a hard time yes, right now. You... Hey, now, <laughs> you deserve the linen. I can, I, I can don't. take a joke here and there. I can take a friendly joke. Do it jab. for the seeds that can't wear it. What yeah. I, yeah, what I can't true. take and what I refuse to take is you saying you don't deserve those linens. I'm you sorry, do you're right. deserve you. those linens. I love linens. this positive masculinity in this Zoom. Yeah, this oh, is it's great. It's thank you for Matt. Thank you for calling me masculine. I appreciate that. I don't. I don't hear that. I don't a lot, know if so. I said that, but. I, I was being positive. Damn. I was the one being positive, and uh, but I'll let you, you know, have it. I appreciate it. Boy, you're gonna let me have that and a Disney pick. Boy, absolutely. That's two strips of bacon on the Good Vibes Burger today, right there. Willy <laughs> Wonka, dude, and the Chocolate Factory, and the yeah, Chocolate man. Factory. And the chocolate. What's your favorite song from it? Uh, what's the um, <laughs> d- 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 the one they go into the when they go in for when he's to take a look around and view? Oh, it. that's a good one. Oh, it's so good. What's the hook though? What am I? I like missing? it when they fat shame that little if girl. If you want to I see know. paradise, simply look around and view it. That is a good line. And that's also, a great song. Um, you know, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams. Just as a quote from a movie, that's like one of the best quotes from a movie yeah. ever. It's perfect. But yeah, I think. Oh, also. Does this count as a song when they're in the fucking tunnel on the boat? Ah, and he, and he yeah, goes insane. I guess so. <laughs> yes. Oh, that chicken! They cut that chicken's head off, right? It that is was... a dark movie. And yeah. where are we going? No, all those knowing? kids got killed. Yeah, yeah. Augustus Gloop is dead. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like they go, one of them gets incinerated, and you're like, bro, they never show the kids at the books end. Are dark. Willy Wonka's basically seven in a chocolate factory. Like yeah. Augustus Gloop drowns in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's the pitch right there. The show's sold. Yeah. 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 That you was the pitch. Roald Dahl walks in, <laughs> drops the manuscript. He drowns in chocolate. Give me a call. It's Bye. seven in a I'm chocolate not... factory. Yeah. Starring the guy from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting off this elevator. Keep pitching. We'll go to the top floor. We'll just take it up there right now. <laughs> Starring the guy from Blazing Saddles. Starring the guy from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yeah, man, Willy Wonka and the and the CNC Music Factory, dude. Perfect. <laughs> gonna make you sweat. Time for my third and fourth picks. Um, as tis. As tis. As tis. And tis indeed. Um. With my third pick, I'm going to take something that is that we would have had the remake by now if it were not for the COVID-19 pandemic uh, ongoing. But uh, the original doesn't need a remake, in my opinion. I'm taking West Side Story. Yeah, Ayo. man. Oh, yeah. 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 What do you think about that remake? I think it'll I mean, be fun. I think it'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. I don't I'm, like I'm, Baby Driver. I wish they had cast somebody else. Yeah, that was weird. It's Baby Driver? No, yeah. it's Ansel, yeah. Ansel Ancourt, and he's Right, isn't that his name? Yeah. yeah, you don't like Baby Driver? He's fantastic. I I don't like him that much. I'm not Why? impressed by him. I think he might be okay in the role, but I don't find him. The whole thing is you have to find Tony very nice and charming. I don't find him he either. Looks of those like a, yeah. He looks like a '50s dude. Yeah, to me, he's got the plumpy lips. That's and why everything. they cast him because he looks like a classic greaser. But yeah, but I think they could have done better with a lesser name. And then the girl she got cast, her story is kind of cool because she was like a teenager and had a viral video. And she can sing her ass off. She's yeah, really she's a great yeah. singer. If you ask Kelly Jordan, I do that Maria song better than Tony when he Let's goes when he goes I just met a girl named Maria Aww. she thinks she goes and she'll tell song. me straight up she's like Shawnee Buck you do that so much better than the guy who does it I'm like, boy mom Aww. I wish all this was true that's she so also sweet. thinks I'm more attractive and funnier than Ryan Reynolds which boy Aww, that'd be nice huh mom. <laughs> I'll co-sign that dude <laughs> I'll yeah. co-sign that she'll see this a movie and she'll be like you they... could do that they do no, they do ahead. a version of West Side Story where half the songs are in Spanish now because I mean it's a fucking like it's right. half of the gangs are like Puerto Rican. You know, originally it was supposed to be Italians and Jews, but really? then by the time it came out, we had assimilated to whiteness, and so it wasn't as relevant of a story. So they made it New York Italians and Puerto Ricans. Oh, so they were going to have us singing for a small fee in America? I see what their head was. <laughs> I wonder what the songs would have been for real. For a small it's so fee in like, America. For a small fee in America. <laughs> I but that was like because the guys who wrote it, I believe, are Jewish. I'm not sure actually. I'd uh, I'd believe that. A now, lot of Broadway. Oh, no, we were Son in there. It's Sondheim and Bernstein. Yeah. Yeah. In ba in West Side Story, we were trying to figure this out. Which is a great team. Sondheim works better as a with with collaborators. I think he needs to be. He later stopped, but I like. West Side Story is better than Into the Woods. Like Wait, it just he is. needs to be reined in a little bit. Otherwise, he mm -hmm. gets too Sondheim-y where like exactly even company is great, but it's so it's like he doesn't stop himself. Like yeah, it it's too offbeat. It's too like fast. It's a little like America is great because there's musicality to it, and it's not Absolutely. just like a fucking jazz song, which there's nothing great wrong with that. Songs. But like, and so many songs in West Side Story have been like sampled in like pop music. But that's the thing about Broadway music; people don't even realize how much like little samples have been taken from Broadway. Like, Oh my God, there was a whole thing recently where people didn't know that if I were a rich girl by Gwen Stefani was taken from Fiddler. That's so funny. As a kid, I was so defensive about it. Cause people kept being like, if I were a rich girl and I'm like, it's from Fiddler on the road. It's from Fiddler. Um, yeah. Like bright eyes did a song called sunrise sunset. There's a lot of Broadway Beautiful influence in, in pop songs. Yeah. yeah. Hard knock and life. Hard, hard knock life. People do that yeah. one. 
People knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've Large amounts by Ludacris in this <laughs> life. One thing counts in the bank. Large amounts. Um, Ooh. Fucking, but West Side Story, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see the new one. There's like, I mean, Officer Krupke is so fun, which Larry David brought out again in, in Curb, which I love. That was so good. And yeah. when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. From, from your, your first, first cigarette, cigarette to, your to your last dying day. It's just so, it's just good. It just feels fun. It's fun. I can't wait to see the new one. I love the old one. Shout out Natalie Wood. Fucking shout out Rita Moreno, who's in both of them. She's so great and so beautiful in that movie. And it is actually so fucked up what happened to her. And that so fucked up. Nobody asked Christopher Walken about it. (laughs) No, he knows. That man is haunted. He knows something happened because there's a lot of abusive shit going on. They're all dating teens. Literally, they're all dating 13 year olds. Everybody famous back then. Like, it's not chill. Not chill, but the movies. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's it is why not I'm here. But the movies. Uh, <laughs> the movie's great. With my next pick, I'm staying, I'm staying in that era. Uh, and I'm taking Oliver. Oh, yes, uh, I just rewatched Oliver. It's never so good. before has a boy wanted more. I fucking <laughs> love Oliver. David, I knew you would fucking feel this. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. Ooh, glorious food. Mustard. What's the one? I really like the one. What's the consider yourself? I like that. Consider yourself more fun. It's the weasel guy. What's the character name? It's Artful Dodger. Artful Dodger. That's a great character. He talks about the lady hitting him with the rolling pin. Yeah, I I, I like that whole thing they got going on over there. Just instantly befriends Oliver right when he needs it. Such a sweet boy. You got to pick a pocket or two. You got a pick your pocket or two. Right. And then oom pa pa oom pa pa that's how it goes. Oom pa pa oom pa pa oom pa pa. Oliver's got some fucking bangers in it. Yeah, and I, I took this. I saw my sister, my older sister did a production of Oliver at Sunset High School in 1995. And, <laughs> and it was the first musical I ever saw. And I fucking loved it. Like the lyrics to food like stuck with me. Like oh, it might have been, been why I was so obese. It's just really like locked <laughs> in my Oliver. yeah, food <laughs> glorious food. It was just and like more. You want more? It just, like I don't know. It was just like seared into me. I just fucking love it. I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in forever. I just rewatched it. It's really good. The movie and yeah. the, the premise of the movie, like it, it's uh, what happens after like he's an orphan. They establish that he gets brought into this like thieving ring, and then with um, Fagin and the Artful Dodger. Yeah. It's basically yeah. Oliver and Company, but like yeah. old school. Word. Yes. It's based on a Charles Dickens, and you're <laughs> the little Dickens, so you'd love it. You love Dickens. <laughs> Sean Jordan. Uh, time for your fourth pick, Sean Jordan. Oh, it's uh, also a musical. It's the second one that has an exclamation point at the end of it. Oklahoma and Oliver. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Does Newsies sh- not have an exclamation point? They all should. No, but it's a, it's implied. Okay. It's implied. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a question. Newsies? Newsies? <laughs> Sean, time for your fourth pick. Well, except for one one tough line, uh, this is still a fantastic joint. I'm going to pick Grease. Entourage the musical. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Grease. <laughs> yeah. Entourage, the Entourage has a little more than one tough line. That's what <laughs> someone on Twitter, they're, they're like, it's, is it really that good? And I, I want to be so vocal about it. Yes, but there's so many things wrong with it. But There is mm-hmm. nary a more show of its time than Entourage. Yes, it is 
crazy how many yeah. things are but i love it anyway yes greece except for it just goes to that thing like tell me more tell me more did she put up a fight and you're like what uh-huh. even at the time uh-huh. it's like what that's uh rapey yeah i mean it's, yeah, crazy. Yeah. it's crazy but other than there's that, a whole scene where they lift a girl's skirt above her head as she runs around screaming and it's like okay because she's like a nerd. Well, you look at and there then was a scene. Like, oh man, we fucking saw yeah. the garments. Yeah. Oh man. In, uh, in the music man, there's that part where they like <laughs> we're they... really rich, but we act like we're like street kids, like <laughs> suburban Rydell High. All of us own cars. Yeah. All of us own Grease Lightning cars. <laughs> They're from Boston. <laughs> yeah, Danny Zuko, Grease Lightning cars. We all live by the beach. Yeah, <laughs> we live by the beach and eat Duncan. <laughs> You know, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me more. Tell, tell me, tell me more. more. Hey, yo, Danny, I was summoning. You want to go to Dunkin' Donuts? You want to go to Dunkin'? <laughs> this girl oh put out like Bob Cousy does outlet passes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grease is classic. I love, I just found out, like, because I, I love Grease too, even though it's like a horrible, it's I like, like Grease a, too, too, objectively bad film, but it's so fun. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. I watched it a million times. And apparently they were supposed to do a Grease 3, but then Grease 2 flopped so badly that they shelved it and then later Grease. brought it back as High School Musical. Grease wow. 3 was supposed to be High School Musical? Apparently High School Musical was based loosely on the script that they had had in the 90s for Grease 3. And when you watch it, it follows the same formula. It's like sports thing and, you know, little jock guy with the rebel girl or new girl or whatever. I've never seen High School Musical. I just watched it. It was after my time. So I like just watched it recently. And it's funny because in the first movie, they actually dub over Zac Efron's voice. (laughs) But then in the second movie, he sings for himself. So the first movie, his voice is dubbed over. They dub it over with Pat Morita. R.I.P. Fucking R.I.P. His face, dude. All right, he got some. Is that what that was? Plastic surgery. What, yeah. Efron? Efron got work done. Weird. Why? Weird. He's perfect looking. He's all the Disney boys. Like he's gotten super into like being like buff. I think they all like he little like skinny is. musical theater twinks. Like just always want to like rebel with like honestly like he's and huge. people were saying this after Chadwick Boseman died. It's like. We shouldn't bully people like because we don't know. I honestly feel like something fucked up happened to all of those Disney kids. Like whenever yeah, they start yeah, acting crazy later in life, it's like all of the producers are freaking pedos. Like yeah, they're all freaking are, like those kids are all yeah. fucked, man. They're made to date each other for by like adults. Like that's such a weird thing. Like the whole industry is. I mean, none of it is designed around nurturing a child. That's I mean, you're I using it's yeah. God. So I feel bad for him. Like, I feel like I've actually heard from people. He's like a really nice, nice person. But I feel like he's probably I know he's just super into fitness stuff. We worked with him on a on another on a crosswalk, the musical. And he had like he was like pretty involved in the script. I mean, he had like a lot of notes that were very late, which was annoying. But whatever. He's yeah. a famous <laughs> person. But like he was nice and like engaged and everything. Sean, I don't know why you brought up his plastic surgery. I, <laughs> because I'm out no, here, everybody man. was talking about it. Like it's like people are gonna talk because he looks so different. Dude, I'm yeah. like the Joker, man. Did. I I want to shake things up and I want to see the world burn. And when Efron gets a facelift, dude, I talk about it, man. You wanted to know mm-hmm. how he got those scars, dude. Yeah, yeah you put it. me in you the cage, but the cage got bars, just like me, dude. I'm writing a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> You put me in the cage, but the cage got bars. You want to yeah, see how, how I the got these scars? Works. Wow. <laughs> 
I think we're doing it, man. I think that's. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna see Isaac tonight again and like try to get more tips and stuff. But oh, is he coming to the screening? Yeah, out of bed. Yeah. Um, Greece, dude, great pick. Marsha, time for your fourth pick. Okay, this is tough. We're really getting down to it. I never realized, like, you know, there are shows I love that don't hold up necessarily. Entourage. On, for example, Entourage the Musical. Um, I'm going to go with A Chorus Line. Oh. I loved A Chorus Line when I was growing up. I still need to watch this like, documentary about it because I actually have never seen the documentary called like when they're about when they're like reviving it. Yeah. But I, it's one of those shows that's what so crazy because I've never actually about. seen it live, but I know the entire soundtrack. What is Chorus Line? Yeah. Could you tell yeah. Sean the plot? Of course, it's like a meta musical written in the 70s about the like rigorous demanding lifestyle of auditioning to be the chorus in a Broadway musical because you're not getting paid as much as the leads. You're much more disposable. So it's like a musical about a musical. It's a musical about people auditioning to be in the chorus of a musical. And it's about particularly one star who has had a bit of a fall from grace. And so now she's auditioning for the chorus and the director recognizes her. And it's like a whole thing about how she has decided that she just wants to perform no matter what it takes, even if she has lost like the delusion of her stardom basically. And it's about really what it's about is about how, especially for dancers, best case scenario, you have a career till you're like 35. And Mm -hmm. even when you're, in the height of your career, you're like eking it out and miserable and very check to check. And there's, you know, this was the beginning of plastic surgery. So there's like a very famous song that I love called Dance 10 Looks 3 about a woman who sees her, the director judging her audition and gives her for Dance 10 for Looks 3. So then she has a boob job and is now getting cast in every show she auditions for. So it's like a really good meta musical about like dance and auditioning and really good, really good stuff. How many, just a random question. How many musicals have you been to? Do you think? I've been to a lot. I mean, how many kickflips have you landed? Are you talking uh, to me? Oh shit. Nario one. Probably (laughs) 5,000. Oh no, I was joking with Sean. I thought a kickflip was a dance move and I was like, I'm really trying to, I'm I'm thinking of a hitch kick. Oh, similar, similar. Yeah, hitch kick, dude. That's when you need to kick flip somewhere else. So you hitch kick to get there. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey, oh. Uh oh, we're out of your practice. He's going to be dog. a dad. He's a um. papa. Dude, okay. When people say dad jokes, it really upsets Because, like, they're jokes. It really uh, upsets me. As a father, it really I got a fucking, father. I got a daughter on the way. God damn it. Chaps my ass. No, it's like, it's like when people say guilty pleasure. Call it a pleasure, dog. It's not a dad joke, it's a joke. It might you don't be, have you know. any pleasures that Absolutely. are guilty. No, man. I we didn't we draft guilty pleasure songs. They're just songs. Like I love Taylor oh, Swift. I meant I more like drugs or something. There are guilty. Oh pleasures. Well, well, yeah. Well, that that's di- a little different. You can't be you know. like that. That's not a turn. I don't My know guilty if we need to wax that all up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I do it, but I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many musicals have I seen? I've seen a lot. My parents had season tickets to like the local performing arts center when I was growing up, which is huge. Cause I mean, what city tickets... are you from in Oklahoma? I'm from Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. So we got decent shows in there. Cause there's like a, it's like a big enough city that they had like, you know, national tours coming through. Loved seeing those. My parents took me to New York to see some Broadway shows 
when I was in like seventh or eighth grade as my like bat mitzvah gift. And that was really Jeez, cool. Really? Cause like, yeah. Cause That's I had never, awesome. I think I had seen one Broadway show. Actually the first Broadway show I ever saw, my parents took me to New York with them when I was in third grade and we saw Whoopi Goldberg in a funny thing happened at the way to the forum. Nice. Are on the way to the forum. And it's funny cause that's a very kind of adult show. I didn't understand any of the jokes. I don't remember anything except for we were very like far back because on Broadway, even the nosebleeds are like a hundred bucks. Like, so it's like, if you see people in the orchestra, like, unless they got hooked up, like those tickets are like thousands of dollars. Like it's crazy. Cause I, I always know. was like, that yeah. like um for like I think for two days in LA I had to sell tickets for the LA Philharmonic that was like a job that I had and I did not know how expensive that shit is like if you're up super this, these expensive are like, these are like millionaires calling in because mm-hmm. they would like renew their tickets and they would even tell us they're like if someone's that's calling why people in, talk about how like it, that's where it's like when you have shows like Rent did like this whole thing where you, the first two rows they save for lottery tickets Hamilton did a lottery like yeah but that's where it's tough because even when you do get shows like that are like supposed to like represent like more people Broadway is such like at least financially a very limited thing to even be able like go see a show so there's like for example like um there's all these like playwrights that like talk about like when they were coming up, like you can't really afford to see a show. I do the lotteries. The lotteries are nice, but they're just, it's really random if you win. And then they have these things that are like today ticks where like you can do yeah. a random show. Like I got to see like mean girls, the musical for like 35 bucks or whatever, but we advertised with today ticks. And that was one. Cause I went and checked them out. And I was like, Oh shit, you can. It was pretty, it was pretty dope. That's the thing is it's not, but like for the good shows, like, and that's what was sad is like I gave myself a birthday present to go see Patty Lapone and company. And then I also bought tickets to see this other show. And I really wanted to see their reviving Caroline or change, um, which is like a musical about this like Jewish family in the South that like hires black help and like all this like and I wanted to see also they were bringing back what else? They, oh, they were bringing back Music Man. They were bringing back so yeah. much last year. And I had like say, I was like, you know what? I'll spend hundreds of dollars on like clothes and stuff. I need to just spend it on a musical. Like, cause every time you go, it's just so like amazing. Like you just oh, always yeah. are just like, wait for the next time there's a live street league yeah. in Portland. I'll spend whatever it takes <laughs> to get to the very bottom of it. <laughs> well, we're going to get to the bottom of yeah. David's next pick. Yeah, what do we got? Yes, go. Oh, David, time my to your fourth pick. pick. And then it's a lightning round. And then it's a lightning round. I'm picking. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna pick? I'm not gonna pick that, that one, no. All right, I might I'm probably uh, that's, gonna that didn't even make my list. I thought about it and I was like, Oh fuck on. off. It's on your list if you know what, what I'm Lion talking King? about. No, no, no. Sean Stop. Sean's last pick. I, I <laughs> I'm kind of torn. Sean, did you say Lion King? No, but it you know Who said Lion King? I said Aladdin. No one said Lion King. No, oh. he he hinted what his last one is gonna be. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of torn. I think I'm gonna pick. <laughs> I, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna fucking pick it. I'm gonna take Cry Baby, the John Waters musical with. Oh, oh yeah, with Johnny sure. Depp. With Johnny yeah. Depp. Yeah, that's what I'm taking as my as my last one. I I watched that a few years ago. It's, it's, it's great. Not your last pick yet? It's, yeah. Well, that's my fourth pick, and then yeah, yeah. And then uh, I can't believe it's still on the table. For, I just want to say I love the songs in Cry Baby. I love the aesthetic. I think it was a really fun movie. I loved Hatchet yeah. Face. I loved all that. 
That was the a aesthetic lot of fun. was amazing. The big jailhouse dance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that skinny little weirdo. Uh, and then last one, I can't believe I got this fifth round, but Lightning Pit, I'm going to take Jersey Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've picked it before. Wow. Was you, were you going to wow. pick it? Are you mad that no, I picked I it? No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. No, I was <laughs> not. It's the first jukebox musical that's been drafted. Oh, wow. Am I not Jersey right? Boys, yes. It is sure a show that exists, isn't it? <laughs> Damn. Well, that's the good I've thing about the lightning, ro- lightning round, though. We're not supposed yeah, to talk about Yeah, we don't dive it. in. Your final pick, Marsha? Oh, it's my final pick. Okay, let's yeah. see. Well, we go quick on this one. We'll just get oh, it out. Oh, this is quick? Okay, so I guess my final pick would probably be Guys and Dolls. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sit down. Oh, yeah. You're rocking the boat. Yes, I love rocking the boat. I saw it in London with Ewan McGregor and the girl Whoa. who played and Jane Krakowski. And it was really fun. And I love when you have a really American, like transatlantic accent show being done by British people because you can hear it. Like, I saw, oh my God, wait, I want to change my pick. Is it too late? No, go ahead. Can I change it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, for the listeners, I know that's a bitch move, but I want to change it. I'm going to change it to the producers. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That rules. God damn it. That All right. was, I think, the second musical I ever saw on Broadway. I didn't see it with, with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane, but I saw it with, like, the cast after them. So funny. Like, I mean, that's what made me want to write. Like, that and, like, Avenue Q and, like, other shows, like, uh, like Book of Mormon, like, made me want to, like, really write, like, funny musicals. Like, because also I love all those shows, but they're very masculine. I would love to write... There's never been like a comedy musical like on. Well, probably has been, but like you know what I mean. There will like, be, yeah. There will be, and I will write it. Beautiful, producer. It's so fucking good. That was going to oh, yeah. be my last pick. Uh, oh, sorry. Sh- oh, please, Sean. I, cheated, I took two. Well, it was said, but I got a Book of Mormon. I have to pick it. it. It's like the only musical I've ever been to. Uh, when I first started dating Laura, she bought tickets and wouldn't tell me how much they were, and uh, and then we went, and it was fantastic. We went to the Keller. And I'd never, it's still the only musical other than Little Shop of Horrors in high school, but the only like musical show that I've been to. And it was so, so fun. I love so Turn fun. It Off is the funniest that I have never laughed harder <laughs> during the song Turn It Off, where it's about how Mormons like can yeah. compartmentalize their pain in like the most <laughs> insane way. <laughs> and apparently there's a song that called Hasadega Ibawai. That's like the whole joke is that it's called Fuck You God. And when Book of Mormon came to Tulsa, because people would like go not understanding like this is the South Park guys. This is like going to be <laughs> like, you know, not PC or whatever. Right. And then um, so they got an Oklahoma super Christian. So they got to the part where it was like they're singing fuck you, God. And my friend said that her whole row stood up and walked out <laughs> and was like so deeply offended. <laughs> like and that happened on Broadway a couple times apparently too is people walked during that part if you're into god that's a it's a tough sell if you're into god i, <laughs> yeah. I was fine with it <laughs> that's a tough sell if you're worked, sort of into god in any way at all for me but uh, it's so funny and yeah. then Book of Mormon. that was a great show that was written with the guy who wrote avenue q and then later yeah. went on to write the frozen uh, music with his wife robert lopez who um, double e gotted oh my god he did double e got yeah. two emmys watched, two oscars two i did Tony's, not know two, that yeah, wow Grammys. every that game of thrones twice is what he double, did. <laughs> double jots uh time <laughs> for my insane. final pick and again this is a lightning round so we can't get into it too much hamilton all right so that's the <laughs> <laughs> and we're done you know yeah. in the heights what the movie's got? coming out that's gonna be really good it is it, it is, is coming out 
And it's Listen, the cinematography by the guy who did Crazy Rich Asians. So it's like very just like and colorful and beautiful. Directed John Chu, yeah. Oh, he directed um, it. Mm-hmm. It's I listen. I know it's, it's very, it's very like a rapping high school teacher. But like, there's some fucking, <laughs> there's some good stuff and some good performance in yeah, it and man. everything. It, it, yeah, it broke a lot of people's careers. I mean, yeah. a lot of people. I mean, it's like that's the thing is everything should be looked at with a critical lens. It's always both. People want it's like nobody's actually trying to cancel shit. I don't. I mean, well, some people are, but it's like you know, it's like a lot of it is like both are true. It's like the criticisms are completely true. Tony Morrison hated it. I think that's a bad sign. But then it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it still was important to a lot of people as well. So it's like both are true. Absolutely. And it's my final pick. And I'm completely unproblematic. So that bathes Absolutely, it. Absolutely. <laughs> Famously. To recap, David, you went first. You took Dream Girls, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, The Brandy Cinderella, Cry Baby, and Jersey Boys. That's a good team. That's a good team. Marsha, you went second. You took you took Les Mis, Oklahoma, Newsies, A Chorus Line, and The Producers. I'm embarrassed that's a, now. That's fantastic. it all listed back to me. <laughs> Sean Jordan, you went third. You took Little Shop of Horrors, Aladdin, Willy Wonka, Grease, and The Book of Mormon. Okay. I went last. I took Fiddler on the Roof, The Music Man, West Side Story, Oliver, and Hamilton. We all did yeah. good. We some all did really good. Yeah, yeah. I think that one. Well. There's some amazing musicals. We left some good ones on the board too. Uh, uh, Carmen a Hip Hopera. I Carmen really thought. Oh my god! I thought I that's need what Sean was gonna that. take. I thought he was gonna Beyonce take it. Beyonce is in that. Oh my god! Yeah, her and Mackay Pfeiffer. It's my Othello, friend Madonna just reminded me of that. Oh my god! <laughs> Carmen, my a friend Madonna. Do you know her? She's a singer. <laughs> it was on that was on mtv i remember being mm-hmm. so excited like holy shit makai pfeiffer and beyonce in fucking this like remake of othello dude it's a musical it's i watched sweeney todd last night didn't draft it That's all i I'll watched say. i watched guys in doll dolls last night and totally forgot to even put it on my list i watched cats last night Oh my god! I honestly, (laughs) I watched Cats twice in theaters because I, I love. I that's the thing about musicals. Like I love when it's bad, good in between. That's how I know that I love it because I truly, unlike anything else, can enjoy it no matter how it is. I love it when it's terrible. I I love it when it's good. It's so fun. It was the most fun movie I've ever watched in theaters. I thought it was like a fever dream. When Dame Judi Dench comes out in her fur coat. Over her cat costume, I've never laughed harder in my entire life. When people get pissed about it, it's like it's it's <laughs> exactly Ian what Ian was going to say. If what he wants to keep fuck? his job, oh well, no, <laughs> he's very he's very open about it. Jim Jim I just killed like, that, by the way. When he goes, <laughs> that's how I feel. It was hilarious to me. He's just doing what he's doing. There was no, yeah, there man. was a, there was a ceiling on it. I mean, it was insane what they did to him and Rebel Wilson. They're like, yeah, you're gonna be the fat cats, and we're gonna make every joke about it. Get in here, boys. <laughs> that movie was, uh, was horny. Good. I'll tell you that, horny. Yo, those cats were horny as hell. Yeah, man. Horny. Cats are horny. I mean, that's very accurate to their character. What did they think that movie was ever gonna be? It got the guy who like. I mean, Les Mis was weirdly well, weirdly directed. I don't think it was like a super well-directed movie. And then it's Cats. This is not a linear story. <laughs> yeah, that mo- the movie doesn't make, it doesn't make sense anyways. Or like, it's based yeah. on a book of poems. That's, that's yeah, so- that's what I heard. Yeah. Oh my God. When I saw it on Broadway, it was so weird. It was like a grown ass man in like a cat suit. Had, I was like 12 years old and his dick was like right close to my face. And I was like, this is insane. Like this show is insane. I truly think Andrew Lloyd Webber had a full mental breakdown and then people because they do this like madness in the artist thing were just like 
yes, Andrew. And he's like, I need help. help me. <laughs> I'm about to write a musical about rollerblading trains. Yes. Please, someone. He's like, help me, please. It's such a cry for help. Nobody helped him. And instead, they've just made, it was the second longest running show on Broadway ever, I think. Wild. Uh, maybe yeah. the longest. What beat maybe it? Maybe the was longest it? still. I'm not sure. I thought somebody beat it. Marissa, do you have a pick? Oh, yeah. I want to pick South Park the musical. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Oh, yes. oh my God. I loved that when oh, it came yes. out. Damn, I didn't even have that. I didn't even think that. I huge. feel like every song in that musical is just an homage to another great Broadway song. So you have like it the is. best of Broadway and all in one Jesus, musical. Jesus, Marissa. They're really, I loved how much the South Park guys were into musicals because there are so many Les Mis references in their shows when you mm-hmm. watch it. Like, mm-hmm. They're big musical boys. Amazing pick, Marissa. Good job. Amazing pick. Sunned all of us. That is a full musical. We want to hear your picks. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything Patreon. We love you so much. Thank you for holding us down. Shout out to everyone on the All Fantasy Everything Shaslackity. We, we, we're gonna, I kind of j- start dropping in there more now that work is slowing down there. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Sean's been up in there. Uh, David's been up in there or will be up in there. We're always in it. It's Schrodinger's up in there. We, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everyone on the AFE subreddit. Thank you so much for holding us down as well. Shout out to St. Sue Carmel. I love you, Ma. Uh, do we have Aww. any other any other shout outs? No, shout no. out to Marty Belsky, Kate Waits. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, My mom and dad. Yeah. They didn't do anything like special right now, but... But oh, yeah, just sh- general shout outs. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, shout out to Tim Perham and shout out to Drew and Malachi. Malachi is such a dope name. Malachi, dude. Yeah, shout out man. to Frankie Ocean. Shout same. out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. And more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.